0: The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassi. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassi.
2: I figured how we can make money today on the program. You know, rather than rely on our sponsors, we just sell umbrellas. I mean, come on. <laughs> Sale on umbrellas. Tune in to WPG. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Every Saturday we're here, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. And of course, we're also heard on 1450 AM. And you can always stream us online at WPGTalkRadio.com. And, of course, as always, our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. And, as always, we have plenty to talk about. In fact, we probably won't get it all in today, but we'll try. 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. And <laughs> in, case, in case you haven't heard, we just talked about this before the, the show. Senator Bob Menendez, oh yes, he's back in the news, and his wife Nadine. They each face three federal counts stemming from a 39-page indictment alleging that they accepted bribes from New Jersey businessmen in exchange for using Menendez's power and influence as a senator Not only to protect and enrich those men, but to benefit the Arab Republic of Egypt. For those of you who voted for him uh, when he was up for re-election a couple years ago. I told you so. I told you he was a crook. I told you he was a bad guy. How How could anybody in their right mind, because he was charged with bribery before a leopard doesn't change its spots. Remember that a leopard doesn't change its spots. And he certainly didn't change his. Senator Menendez, of course, now Governor Murphy's calling for his resignation and he should resign to, to put the people of New Jersey through this is really ridiculous. $480,000 Four hundred and eighty thousand dollars in cash. You have that laying around in your living room, don't you? I, I you know, he's he's obviously oblivious to these kinds of things. Oh, boy, I got to tell you, he, he he should should just go and that's it, and let the chips fall where they may. But we need a good senator in office in New Jersey. That's all I'll say. Well, what I really wanted to talk about today, as we got off the track with Menendez, you may remember the Nashville elementary school shooting, which took place last March 27th. Parents appeared before lawmakers this past week in, in Tennessee and they told their various horror stories, they were attempting to get lawmakers to pass meaningful legislation. Which begs the question, what is meaningful legislation? Does anybody know what that is? Of course we hear there should be more gun laws, then we hear the second amendment is at stake, uh, this is kind of a, an all-too-common political football, if you will. States have differed widely for years in their responses to the uh, these mass shootings that have plagued the country. Uh, here comes Joe Biden to the rescue. Remember that cartoon when we were kids, Mighty Mouse? And Mighty Mouse, when he came to the rescue, he would sing, Here I come to save the day. Well, here comes Joe Biden to the rescue. He is forming an executive-level gun control office. And guess who he's putting in charge? Oh, if you guessed Kamala Harris, you're right. You get the prize. Talk about the fox guarding the hen house. Remember when she was put in charge of borders and she never went down to visit the borders? (laughs) What are her qualifications? What could or should Kamala Harris and this executive committee, or whatever they call it, what are they going to do? More gun laws? More restrictions? Curfews for teenagers? What? Will any of it work? And none of it has worked before. In this country, we tend to form committees and throw money around like candy when it comes to these problems. How many times have you heard, we have formed an anti-violence committee? Well, for example, in Philadelphia, they spend about $150 million that's right. I said 150 million a year on anti-violence programs. And guess what? They haven't worked. And how how many uh, or how many times have you seen prayer vigils and meetings and get-togethers and gatherings, whatever you want to call them? Oh, we're going to get together and pray. We're going to get together and talk about stopping gun violence. Well, none of it, none of it has worked. And that's why I say, what is a meaningful solution to this problem? And it is a problem. You know, I've said before, and I've talked about this a lot. You know, parents raising children properly, or in many cases, even raising them because they don't. Schools disciplining children, dress codes. Those are all the things that we had in the 50s and 60s. And where did that go? Well, it went by the wayside, that's for sure. Is that a solution? No, I'm not saying that, but the way it was before, it, it, it wasn't this chaos, and I'm, certainly didn't have shootings. I mean, how many how many shootings? I, I, I lost count. Really, I lost count of how many shootings there have been. But we continue to, oh, Joe Biden is going to solve the problem. And <laughs> an executive committee on gun violence with Kamala Harris in charge. That really gives you confidence, doesn't it? (sighs) My goodness. I I really don't have a solution. but, But nevertheless, whatever we've done hasn't worked. And I remember years ago, uh, the late Russell Bongiovanni, who used to call this show, and he was a friend of the, of, uh, the station. He was a friend of Harry's, a friend of mine, and he even invited me to his house for Christmas dinner. And I'll never forget that. But I said one time, well, let's get rid of all the guns. And he sent me, I mean, pages and pages of reports where they stopped the guns in Australia and gun violence went up. So it it just doesn't seem to work. So what is the solution? We keep searching. We keep searching. And we'll continue to search for the solution to gun violence. And with that, we bring in the one and only Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, who was off last week. And Brian Fitzherbert did a really good job. But it's good to have Seth Grossman back. He's not there. He dropped. Oh, he dropped. Oh. Oh, here he is. <laughs> oh.
3: I, I, I must have uh, touched the phone in my ear. Anyway, Seth Grossman for libertyandprosperity.com. And I uh, uh, c- can you hear me this time? Yeah, we got you loud and clear. <laughs> okay. And, of course, I know I'm going to get sidetracked, so I just want to remind everyone that if you want to read what I want to talk about, just go to libertyandprosperity.com. We have dozens of blog posts and if you like what you see, please don't keep it to yourself. Every post has a Facebook symbol, and you just click the Facebook symbol, and you could share it with your friends on Facebook. It has a Twitter or X symbol, and uh, you could share it with your friends on Twitter. But even if you don't have Twitter, if you click the Twitter icon, you can copy and paste the link and share anything we have uh, with your friends. So th- I guess the, the first thing to talk, and of course we meet uh, nine thirty to ten thirty every Saturday, even on soggy Saturdays like this, uh, at uh, Sal's Cafe in Summers Point, nine thirty to ten thirty. Anybody's welcome. Just pay for your own breakfast off the menu. And uh, yes, it is raining outside. Uh, and and I love the number one national story on Fox News was this horrible storm Ophelia that that is coming, you know, up the uh, eastern coast. And, and back when you and I you know, were growing up, the baby boom generation, we used to call them nor'easters. And we have like one or two of them every winter. Uh, but now our kids are convinced that the uh, climate is changing and we're on the verge of disaster because they don't remember that what we, what we have now is normal. Uh, it's normal to have northeast storms. Um, you know, a little coastal flooding, especially, uh, especially if you're getting close to a full moon. Uh, but it's, it's not devastating. The planet has been doing this for billions of years. So we have that going on. Uh, the thing about that tragic shooting in, in Nashville, uh, I didn't hear any uh, mention of who the shooter was or why uh, this uh, distraught woman um, killed. You know, went in to kill a Christian school. But if, if you remember, you had this drumbeat of what was called a transgenocide where the Democrats and the media were saying that uh, Christians are out to persecute uh, uh, trans people and, and just had all that hatred against Christians. And here you have this woman goes into a Christian school and targets Christians, uh, you know, women and children, school people, and, and murders them. Uh, and, and that was all over her social media. She wrote a manifesto and, uh, but that was never released. And it's been, what, more than a year? So, how come we're talking about, uh, you know, t- you know uh, keeping people uh, from defending themselves about, uh, against these lunatics, but, but no mention of what it was that prompted that set this woman, uh, or trans woman over the edge? So, um, you know, I think that's important to know.
2: You know, I, I, I was, uh, talking about that you know we have never come up with a solution to gun violence i mean throwing money at it doesn't do anything and you know that um like philadelphia 150 million dollars a year uh, for anti-violence programs and what is it doing nothing so
3: right right if 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 you don't uh solve the problem of the hatred And then uh, whether you have guns, knives, whatever, people are going to find a way to kill the people who they hate. And, uh, you know, we're we're, we're just not uh, what what we're doing in our schools with our Hollywood movies. And Bill Maher did an excellent video on it uh, that our whole culture is uh, whatever is wrong in your life is somebody else's fault. So you go get even with them. Uh, and it, it's going down even to the, to the lower grades. But some other stuff I'd like to, to talk about, uh, about U.S. Senator Bob Menendez. She's uh, indicted for basically doing what, uh, what Biden uh, is, uh, it, the, the Biden family did. So you have to ask yourself, why is the Biden FBI and Justice Department prosecuting Bob Menendez, a Democrat, for basically doing what the Bidens have been doing for years and what Republicans and Democrats inside Washington have been doing for years. Because isn't it a coincidence you have all these schleppy people get elected to public office and 10, 15 years later they're multimillionaires? Yes. So what what Menendez has done seems to be pretty common there. But here are some facts about Menendez that I don't know if you're familiar with. Uh, That basically, he was. If you Google Menendez uh, for 2015, 2016, 2021, you'll find out that he was known as the last anti communist hawk Democrat left in Washington. New York Times did a whole piece on that. Uh, Back in 2015, it was Menendez who opposed the Obama Iran nuclear deal. In 2016, Menendez opposed Obama on dropping sanctions against communist cuba for the last two years menendez as head of the senate foreign relations committee opposed giving biden power to make special deals with communist china islamic iran or communist cuba without senate approval so basically uh for the past 10 years menendez has been a thorn in the side of obama and biden and isn't it a coincidence that the Biden Justice Department decides to come up with this 47-page indictment, almost as long as a Trump indictment, (laughs) to remove Menendez. And as soon as the indictment comes out, what's the first thing that Menendez does? Where that Chuck Schumer does? He removes Menendez from the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, where he had been causing all these problems for Democrats who are cozy with Communist China, Communist uh, Cuba, and Iran. So I'm I'm going to be a little skeptical here. I may just be speaking for myself, but I'm sure there'll be some conversation at the breakfast uh, about that this morning.
2: Should he resign? Should Menendez, Menendez resign?
3: I, I see. I have no idea. <clears throat> I mean, why, why? What? What? What he did? Uh, what, you know, I'm not defending what he did because we don't know. All we know is what the Biden Justice Department is saying he did, and we all know what the Biden Justice Department is capable of doing. To people they don't like um, you know whether it's the January 6 people or whether it's Trump or, or whatever so I'm um, before we uh, jump on it let's, uh, let's learn some more facts I, I would suggest
2: What else uh, is going on today at your meeting?
3: Well of course the immigration invasion uh, we now have what about five million to six million illegal immigrants have come to America since 2019. And yes, this didn't start with Biden. The mass border crossings crossings began in 2019 under Trump, slowed temporarily with the COVID restrictions in 2020, but then picked up and got bigger um, uh, with Biden in 2021, you know, last year and, and, and now. So now we have five to six million illegal immigrants. And to put it in perspective, America has now been invaded by more foreigners than the army Hitler used to invade Russia in 1941. We now have a bigger percentage of foreign invaders than when the barbarians overran the Roman Empire a couple of uh, 1500 years ago, bigger than when the Turks overran the Eastern Roman Empire and bigger than when the Arabs took over Egypt and the Middle East, um, bigger than what this, when the Spanish conquered Mexico and South America. So here we have a uh, like a, an interesting historical question. Why are so Ameri- Americans just so blase about the invasion and destruction of our country and and I'm putting this on the same level as well, why did two thousand people stay in a Titanic instead of getting on lifeboats when the thing was sinking because you could have fit two thousand people in those lifeboats? Uh, why didn't thousands of German Jews get out of Germany when they had the chance and and our grandchildren and 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 uh, you know, nieces, nephews um, are going to be asking us. You know, when when they're living like the whites in South Africa are living today, or like the handful of French still left in Algeria, why didn't you defend our country? You know, what what? Why didn't you do anything? And how are we going to answer them? I mean, do, do, do you see any sense of crisis or urgency in, in the average American today? No. Yeah. And and by the way. Uh, it's not like they're criminals now. Uh, and I just want to go through the steps of what it would take to save America. Uh, and we could ask whether we're going to save America. You see, most of these migrants are here legally because Biden is not calling them illegal um, foreigners. He's calling them asylum seekers. He gives them papers. So uh, they're legally here while their, their applications are pending. So they can't be arrested. Uh, They're entitled to all sorts of support. So what we need at some point, we need a president who will immediately appoint thousands of special immigration judges to rule on millions of applications. Then we need emergency police and citizen volunteers to arrest millions of people who won't show up for their hearings. Then we need immigration judges, thousands of them, to hear these applications and deny 95% of them. And then we need emergency police officers to arrest and detain um, the, the millions of people who get denied. And then we have to spend millions of dollars on planes and trains and buses and ships to take these millions of denied asylum seekers back to dozens of countries all over the world. And this is if we act today And, of course, all that will go on in front of TV cameras and reporters uh, interviewing crying women and children with all these hardship stories. And uh, are we Americans prepared to do that? And if we're not, our children, forget the grandchildren, our children will be like the whites of South Africa today and the French in Algeria being oppressed minorities in their own country. And uh, I think right now the total number of foreign-born uh, people living in America today is uh, 45 million people uh, out of a country of 300 million. So we're we're on our way. Uh, you know, the average conquering country, you know, is only maybe 10 or 20 percent of the country they're conquering, and, and this is what we're dealing with. So uh, uh, nothing to cheer you up on a rainy day like this, right? <laughs> no, not at all. Do you have any other cheerful thoughts? Well, another thing, of course, October 26th is when uh, they plan to blow up the last remaining uh, fixture, the smokestack at Beasley's Point power plant. Uh, And it's important to know that uh, that Murphy and the Democrats are lobbying to get more federal money to bail out uh, failed wind and solar projects. Uh, And why do they need that money? Because the projects simply don't work. Uh, I know I've been going back and forth with one of your listeners when I said these wind turbines and solar panels don't produce, uh, produce no power. Yeah, they produce power, but when you don't need it. And when they're not producing power, you have to crank up natural gas so that the whole grid does not collapse. So if you need natural gas, Power on short notice when the wind stops blowing. Why are we blowing up that power plant? That Beasley Point power plant was built in 1962 uh, for coal. Then they changed it to oil. And then they were on the verge of turning it into natural gas. Um, but then the environmentalists came up with all these lies. They said, oh, the natural gas would poison the Pinelands. It would uh, set fire to the Pinelands. All these total lies. And every Stockton science professor, every high school science teacher knew it was a lie, but they all kept quiet. They denied permit to build, I think, nine miles of natural gas pipeline from Millville to uh, Marmora, and, uh, and, and now they're blowing it up. So, so don't you think if, if these environmental people, if their goal was really to, to have a green planet, and if their goal wasn't really to destroy America... Wouldn't they say, okay, we're experimenting with wind and solar, but if it doesn't work, wouldn't it be nice to at least have the gas power plant as a backup just in case our experiment doesn't work? Why would you blow up a a perfectly usable power plant that would cost hundreds of millions of dollars in five or ten years to replace? It's total insanity, and it's really total evil. So uh, that's another issue to to deal with. Uh, And... uh, I guess the next point, I'm gonna go on uh, uh, Joe Yakovich's turf. Um, You know, it sounded to me when he was giving his uh, the hardier money, it sounded like he was giving a liberty and prosperity, uh, you know, uh, explanation of the debt. Uh, We have $33 trillion of federal debt. We have social security is underfunded by about 23 trillion, uh, going to go broke in about uh, eight to 10 years. Uh, Medicare debt is eighty trillion, one trillion dollars for U.S. and military pensions, and one point three trillion for unfunded state and local government pensions, especially New Jersey, Illinois, and California. That's a hundred and thirty-eight trillion dollars of debt, which is twenty-five times more than the government's taking in. So we're now at the point where we're like a family uh, earning fifty thousand dollars a year that has one million two hundred fifty thousand dollars of credit card debt. Oh, boy. So, so how is this going to end up? And I, I've got to tell you, I have a high school friend, a financial advisor who grew up in Atlantic City with me, uh, uh, and, and his name is Rick Ackerman. So I was asking him, well, what should I invest in? Uh, is it stocks, bonds, gold or silver? You know what his advice was to me? He says, well, the best uh, investment he would recommend is 9mm ammunition because uh, <laughs> that would be you know, you can you can easily sell it, and, and you don't have to. You know, always sell you know a couple bullets at a time It would be very useful to buy milk, gasoline, and other essentials. I don't know if he was joking or not, but uh, but but I think it's it's telling. He said, "All right, just I know I'm I'm running out of time, so just a a, a quick quick thing." The Northfield arrest. Uh, I don't know if you followed it because it was not in any of the local papers, not on TV, not in Philadelphia papers. But uh, while I was uh, you know, in for, for synagogue in Rosh Hashanah and while you were doing last week's uh, broadcast, you had six teens from Wilmington, Delaware, were speeding in a car on Shore Road. Uh, and they hit an oncoming car, seriously you know, injured the driver at Shore Road right between the Margate Bridge Road and Bethel synagogue when police came the six ran down left shore road went to the bike path went up the bike path invaded a home at gunpoint stole the family car took the car back to Wilmington Delaware and the police gave up the pursuit because uh, they have standing orders uh, not to do uh, police pursuits so by time they found the stolen car in uh, Wilmington they had uh, 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 two teenagers arrested. Four got away. They never found a gun. So this is the future we're, we're looking with. It, there's no safe neighborhoods left. Uh, and, of course, you had that murder in uh, Las Vegas where two black teenagers uh, ran down a retired uh, white pol- uh, retired police officer on a bicycle and, and ran him over and murdered him just for spite. And yet, what's the reaction? Well, last Tuesday, Stockton University ran another exhibition on the danger of white supremacy. And that's the biggest danger facing us today. Uh, Gee, I have have a whole two pages to go, but I've got to get over to the meeting, Liberty and Prosperity. So we're not going to let a little Nor'easter keep us away from the meeting just because the media and the, uh, the environmentalists gave it the name Ophelia. It's another rainstorm, and uh, the roads are dry pretty much. uh, You know, they're clear, so I'm going to go there. Libertyandprosperity.com, and have a great week. Thank
2: you. Thank you, Seth. Seth Grossman, libertyandprosperity.com is the website. The meeting starts at 9.30, sales Coal Fire Pizza, New Road and Groveland Avenue in Summers Point. I'm John DeMassi. It's Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We have John, and we have Bob, and maybe we'll have you at 609-407-1450. We'll get started with our calls
4: after these words. Debt. If you hate debt as much as we do, listen. Debt. It's one of the biggest problems faced by 77% of Americans. A system called Debt Free for Life is a smart, financially unique solution not only does debt free for life a proprietary system that you can access absolutely free help our clients pay off their debts years sometimes decades earlier it can also save them tens of thousands of dollars in interest build their wealth at the same time and it does it all tax free Find out more now. Go to jmlfinancialgroup.com to get your free report on debt-free for life or call Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group at 856-751-1771. Remember, access to Debt Free for Life is absolutely free. Check it out now at jmlfinancialgroup.com. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450.
2: Is the number here in the studio? And we're going to get started with John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Yeah. Yes. Good morning. I'm
5: just wondering: Are they really fighting racism, or are they promoting white separatism? Because if they're promoting white separatism, forcing white people to the outskirts of society, that's just going to cause more disunion. I, I would believe, right? Yes. It's not really. Yes. It's not really unifying anything, right? No. no. And whenever, whenever our country's not been unified, we've been at war with each other. Well, taking case in point, the Civil War. We couldn't work our differences out, so we went to work. So these people have no solution. But I want to read this, too. Uh, I did make a mistake last week, and I'm going to correct it now officially. <laughs> but this is a letter that uh, Ben Franklin had written in 1751 to James Parker. He was a postmaster, a printer, and a journalist from Mama New Jersey, as a matter of fact. And he said, I just want to read a small excerpt. No, but I do not read the whole thing verbatim. This is verbatim, though. It will be a very strange thing if six nations to the north should be capable of forming a scheme for such a union. And be able to execute it in such a manner as that it is subsistent ages and appears indissoluble, and yet that a uh, like union should not be practicable for ten or a dozen English colonies. So that's a uh, the James. But that's in 1751. Now in 1754, he addressed the American colonists at the uh, uh, the Albany Plan of Union in 1754. The Albany Plan of Union was a plan to place the British North American colonies under a more centralized government. This was under Ben Franklin's direction here, on July 10th, 1754, representatives from seven of the British North American counties adopted the plan, but it wasn't adopted fully because all 13 thirteen counties weren't in on it. But there was dissension. But Ben Franklin finally came on board with a shot heard around the world, which is April 18th, um, 1775, where the British were on their way to an armory in Concord to seize weapons and, and uh, gunpowder, and they were intercepted by patriots that Lexington and Concord. Now, uh, these, uh, these people that think that they're in, in line with the, or this government of ours, that thinks it's in line with the founders, that they're, they're off the mark completely because uh, that's our Second Amendment right there. They're infringing on our Second Amendment right to defend ourselves. That would never be uh, agreed upon by people of that time. And also, uh, Ben Franklin had said, I'm paraphrasing, but he had said that the prohibition of colonial script, our, our ability to coin our own money, was prohibited. And that was the main reason for, pivotal reason for revolution. But well, this this Audrey Hale, this uh, Audrey Elizabeth hell uh, it's li- she's not listed as her male uh, name. She's li- her supposed male name. She was transgender. Effects of testosterone therapy on constructs related to aggression in transgender men: a systematic review. Background: Transgender men are assigned female sex at birth but identify as men, and are fed testosterone treatment that can lead to homicidal or, or suicidal tendencies. Also, she was said she was fed psych- the second drugs of. Duloxetine and Olanzapine, which can cause suicidal and homicidal tendency. So you tell me if that person wasn't, you know, off their rocker. If that person was off their rocker. I don't care what you say. But, you know, people that are not mentally all there. You want to have a reform where people that are severely mentally ill can't get a hold of guns. I'm all with it. But as far as taking
2: the guns out of the American public, nah, no way. No can do. Thanks for letting me call in. Okay, John. Thanks. Thanks for the call. No, taking guns away. No, that's, that's not going to happen. Talk With a Purpose is the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, also heard on 1450 AM. Coming up on a break, after the break, Bob and then Kevin, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassi. We will get back to the program in just a moment. But first, you know, uh, we will find out in a couple of months uh, whether BF Mazio got best produce store, best gift baskets, best of the press, and likely they will do that. Uh, it's more likely they won than <laughs> the political election that we're going to have next year. I mean, th- this is a shoe in you know. But BF Mazio, of course, it's now fall. Summer is over, and we're now into the fall. And, of course, all of the things that you like, pumpkins, uh apples, all the kinds of good stuff that you like and that you find at BF Mazio, it's all right there. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. As we've always told you, the finest fresh fruit and produce you will find anywhere. And let me just divert for a moment to talk about their wholesale division. You know, if you park there in the the parking lot, you'll see a bunch of trucks out back. And that's because the wholesale division of BF Mazio, really services a whole bunch of places, restaurants, hospitals, uh, any anywhere there is a commercial kitchen, it's likely that BF Mazio services them. And, you know, you've probably, not even knowing it, you've probably had yourself some BF Mazio fruit and produce when you dine out like Stephen Cookies or Doc's Oyster House or any of those places. Yes, the wholesale division of BF Mazio, it serves a lot of people. So you just want to keep that in mind if you ever are in need of that. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com, bfmazio.com. It's prepared foods, it's baked goods, it's gourmet items, it's all of those things and more. Check it out, BF Mazio 601, New Road in Northfield. We're coming back with more Talk for the Purpose in just a moment.
0: If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new pre-owned and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero.
6: From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, Tropical Storm Ophelia is here. And in terms of rain, nothing really crazy so far. It's been pouring. We've had an inch or two of rain in spots. There will be some big puddles out there. But the threat for big, dramatic flooding is relatively low. Now, the wind is a different story. Guts to 50 miles an hour or more have been recorded this morning at Long Beach Island, Atlantic City, and Wildwood, Inland gusts occasionally popping to 30 miles an hour now, too. Even though the rain breaks up a bit this afternoon, the gusty wind will be with us all day. And a resurgence of rain will carry into tomorrow, too. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. And we are back here on Talk for the Purpose. If you'd
2: like to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net. jdadv1 at comcast.net get a lot of emails during the week, and uh, yours can be included in that. Feel free. And whether you want to give us pros or cons or suggestions, we take them all on. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. Let's talk to Bob and Kate May. Bob, good
7: morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hey, good morning, John. Uh, You know, Kate May is not floating away. Uh, You know, (laughs) this weather channel... How you know, they, they sensationalize these oh, events yeah. and and kill tourism. I had a woman come up to me at my motel yesterday. She said, Oh, my son called me, he's hysterical. He's telling me to immediately evacuate. <laughs> You're gonna have tremendous flooding here. <laughs> well, we're still dry. And I yeah. told her, Look, we're gonna be fine. But anyway, look in your points here. Gun guns look. Getting guns out of the hands of whack jobs and criminals—that's what we need to get focused on. Not taking guns away from people that are trying to protect themselves. Uh, concealed carry states like Florida have substantially lower crime rates than than states with these ridiculous gun laws like New Jersey, like New York. Uh, you know, our great Governor DeSantis. During, after that hurricane you know, He had a great quote He saw a sign It said if you loot We shoot in Florida uh, You know what They don't have a lot of looting there Yeah that's true and, yeah. okay, <laughs> Because people can protect their property Can't do that in New Jersey Can't no. do that So,
2: You know what you I've know. always called for And I don't know if you agree with this I've always called for psychological background checks Before you get a gun you know, and and that would seem to take care of the wackos anyway. I I don't know. That's
7: what I've always said. What, what do you think? Well, you know, if you have any kind of history of of going on any kind of psych, psychotherapy drugs, can't can't have a gun. That's right. Any yeah. kind of any kind of, of of history like that, and and you know, I uh, yeah. I mean, I I I have a. a a niece that is an absolute whack job and there's no way she should have, have a gun and I don't think she has one. Right. There are people you can identify that, that are just not stable. Right. Uh look uh regarding Bobby Menendez. Oh yeah, you know, we, we ha we have a thing in New Jersey, I guess. Bobbies are not good senators. We had Bobby Torricelli and now we have Bobby Menendez like twenty years apart. Yeah. Uh you know? <laughs> but but Bobby uh bobby menendez you know it's just interesting that uh, bobby menendez never got a heads up from the justice department that he was going to have a search warrant executed right never yeah. did hunter yeah. biden did though and yeah. his lawyers got a got a heads up you know that that tells you all you need to know right about, uh, right, right? <laughs> yeah yeah so you know and and uh you know um uh, I mean, you know, the, the, it, it's just so obvious here that, that you know, Biden can get away with anything oh, right yeah. now because oh, yeah. the, the, the Department of Justice, the, the Attorney General Merrick Garland is an absolute creep. And I have to give a real applause out to the great Jeff Van Drew, our great congressman. Uh, I've contributed a lot of money to Jeff's campaigns. And you know what? I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm Glad I could do it because you know what he absolutely destroyed Merrick Garland, uh, and and Garland deserved it. I mean, this guy is a is a weasel. This guy is the worst. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, but you know, politicizing our justice system. You know, we, we are becoming a Soviet-style you know country. I mean, this is what Stalin did. Yeah, about yeah.
2: It, you, know? you know, back you know. to uh, Menendez. How, how could people I mean you I know you didn't vote for him and I didn't vote for him uh, how could people in their right mind vote for him when he was indicted last time around that last election
7: you know, John there's there was the, the corruption and there were also allegations of, of underage sex yeah oh yeah yeah that's right? right yeah and and you know he, he ran against an upfront guy named Bob Hughgan I remember that. Was a, a decent guy. Yes. Uh, you know, he, he was a rhino. I have to say that. Eugen was a rhino. But he was a decent guy. He, uh, you know, Eugen, yeah, I, I went to a fundraiser in Avalon for Eugen, okay? And he's a nice guy, really nice guy. But you know what? The the Cape May County a Republican chairman at the time. Uh, I, I asked him, I don't know if Eugen was, was, was there when I asked him, I said, you know, how come you guys, this was in 2018, how come you guys aren't, aren't backing Seth Grossman? You know, uh, how come you guys, you, you guys don't even want Seth Grossman to be at this fundraiser? He's a congressional candidate on a Republican side. And you know what? They absolutely uh, were repulsed by Seth Grossman. And and you know Seth Seth you know, you know what Seth's big sin was back then it was he said that diversity is a load of crap yeah
2: okay. yeah I, I remember
7: Seth's I remember big that big yeah thing. yeah and Seth Seth never got funded by the NCCC. Triple C yet you know what Seth running against a formidable guy in Jeff Andrew I mean Jeff is probably the greatest politician we've ever had in Cape May and Atlantic counties in terms of raw political skill. Seth came close with no money. Yes. Seth ran a great campaign. Bob Bugin lost by double digits to Bobby Menendez. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, and, but, you know, I think it's illustrative of New Jersey that that a guy that, that might be a pedophile, we know he's corrupt, absolutely clobbers a, yeah. a stand up yeah. guy like, yeah. like Bob Eugen, yeah. Yeah. Clobbers on. Uh, just because he has a D in front of his name, that's, yeah, that, that shows how bad uh, New Jersey yes,
2: is. Yes, that's that's true. And we'll end on that note, Bob. Thanks for the call, Kevin and EHT. Kevin, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose.
8: Good morning, John. How you doing? Good subjects today. Yes, very good. Uh, three three points, please. Uh, Kamala's new position. Does this mean that we? Does this mean that we will lose her? As the borders are. <laughs> Because, boy, what a loss that would be for our yeah,
2: country. It uh, really would be.
8: I don't know if we could recover from that, you know? <laughs> I I would, I think that would be, uh, oh, boy, I'll tell you, I'd, I'd lose sleep on that one. <laughs> the second <laughs> thing is, I've missed your show for a few weeks. And if you remember a few weeks back, they were talking about putting all these, uh, well, what do you want to call them, aliens, whatever, in uh, the Atlantic City Airport.
2: Yes, that that's dead. That issue's dead, yeah.
8: Right. Why wouldn't you put them at Bader Field so they can walk freely and walk into the city and enjoy the boardwalk and stuff like that? Yeah, sure. If you put them out at Atlantic City Airport, good grief. You have the National Guard there with these million-dollar jets and stuff. There's no transportation out there. No. What would these people do? Just live in their tent? I'd (laughs) say put them at Bader Field. This is going to raise some eyebrows, I'm sure. Put them at Bader Field. Which you know they still haven't made a decision what they're going to do on that. Yes. But, and my my third point is um, one of my coworkers, his feeling on the upcoming election, which I have no good feeling on, is the party that gets rid I, if the Democrats get rid of Biden, they will win, and if the Republicans can separate themselves from Trump, they will win. And interesting,
2: um, interesting, you yeah. know.
8: Yes, yes, exactly. I thought, you know, if you think about that, I have no good feeling on this. If Trump, I'd like Trump, I voted for him twice. And if he gets reelected, it's not going to be any different. They're, they're going to still drag, he'll get nothing done because they're going to drag all these pending court cases against him, even if he gets elected. So there'll be no end to his prosecution.
2: Yeah, that's, that's true. And, that's true. Yeah. And,
8: but but nobody likes anyone else. There's, <laughs> there's like no one even close. Uh, there's another debate coming up. I guess we have to watch that. And the Democrats will be watching it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like hell probably, but I think it's
2: this week. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's this week. Yes. Some, some one day this week, Wednesday night. Yeah.
8: Yes. Yeah. But, but that's my point. I just, um, I, I don't know what the heck's going to come up in this next election, but, uh, whatever. John, thanks for the time.
2: Thanks for your call, Kevin. Well, it's interesting because uh, uh, Kevin raises some good points but now uh, some of the surveys Trump versus Biden Trump wins. So I don't think Biden has a shot although you never know. Really, you never know when people get in that booth no matter what they say they do something different, so that's what I'm afraid of. But interesting, if, but who who is going to run if Trump doesn't run? Because I have a a survey here on the Republican uh, candidates, and it's it's interesting. So we'll go over that. Uh, we're coming up on a break. We'll talk to Steve in and Island after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you couple open lines at 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you this survey after the break, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just continue. Talk with the Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We will have uh, final thoughts. Geez, hour number one flies by after these words.
4: Debt. If you hate debt as much as we do, listen. Debt. It's one of the biggest problems faced by 77% of Americans. A system called Debt Free for Life is a smart, financially unique solution. Not only does Debt Free for Life, a proprietary system that you can access absolutely free, help our clients pay off their debts years, sometimes decades earlier, It can also save them tens of thousands of dollars in interest, build their wealth at the same time, and it does it all tax-free. Find out more now. Go to jmlfinancialgroup.com to get your free report on Debt Free for Life or call Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group at 856-751-1771. Remember, access to Debt Free for Life is absolutely free Check it out now at jmlfinancialgroup.com.
2: We're back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450, our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. We have uh, previously talked about Ron DeSantis and his candidacy for president. Looks like he's losing ground. Craig sent me this, of course, because Craig's a Trumper, (laughs) and he knows that that I like the Sanders but I didn't say I didn't like Trump. But anyway, he sent me this. Guess who the number 2 candidate in the Republican presidential polls? Vivek Ramaswamy. How about that? Vivek Ramaswamy. Could you imagine if he was president, we'd have to we'd have to get used to pronouncing Ramaswamy. <laughs> He's at number two. Nikki Haley, number three, at 12%. Chris Christie, number four, at 11%. And DeSantis is number five at 10%. And rounding out the, the uh, top candidates, Tim Scott, 6%. Mike Pence at 2%. But Trump is, like, way up there, so... Just wanted to point that out to you. Chris Christie at 11 percent. How'd that happen? (laughs) Let's talk to Steve in Apsegan Island. Steve, good morning. Welcome.
9: Good morning, John. And uh, yeah, I was up bright and early and heard the rain and the wind. I had to take the American flag down. I usually leave it up uh, overnight, but I took it down. It was just too windy. And well, I took it down maybe five in the morning or so. Um, always a good program, John. And I, you brought up so many touch points this morning. Uh, A lot of your guests and callers, let me touch on them. I got four of them that I wrote down. Okay. First of all, the last caller, Trump's innocent until he's proven guilty. Right. That's right. I, I like Trump's policies. I think his policies are correct for the country. However, I don't know, like like the caller said. Yes, can he persuade people to follow his policies? What do you think about that one? Can he do it? Well, I, I think he can.
2: I mean, I, I, there, there's no there's no reason why. I mean, I mean, he's done
9: it before, so right. Why why can't he do it again? Of, of course. So so the last caller said, well, he's going to he won't get anything done because he's going to be dragged in court. Well, they're going to do that with anybody. It, it, that's how our politics are right now. Yeah. Right. And by the way, didn't they do that in the first first term of Trump? How, how many how many investigations were there from day one? <laughs> yeah. And and the fake and the fake and pardon my pun trumped up charges on the dossier. Yeah, yeah. So um, all right, all right. Number two, uh, Seth said that the border the borders were or being poured over in 2019 under Trump. They've been being poured, we've been being, the borders have been poorer since the fifties, since, and maybe earlier. So let's start there, okay? Yeah, yeah. If you like Trump's policies, then you have to vote for Trump. If you believe somebody else can be more persuasive and, and get more of the Democrats to side with the Republican policies on tax, resources and voting then you vote then you vote for that guy right. i believe trump i believe trump can get get his policies through the congress and then through the senate
2: well he did right. a lot before
9: didn't he let me uh, again that's why i voted for him twice yeah uh, so number did I. number three mendet mendet what's his name? Menendez. menendez menendez yeah senator menendez tax evasion how come they don't have him on tax evasion if he's got all that cash doesn't he have to prove where he's gotten it yeah I mean they they have these um if you're found with cash driving in the car the police can can just take it and then you have sure. to prove that you have it legally that you didn't get it from some some ill gotten gain you know they have that uh uh what do they call that when they take your month, if you have drugs in the car, they can take your car. Yes. Even if the, if the passenger, what are they... Im- impounding? Think, impounding the car? Impounding yeah. or... Uh, so, So you know, I, I, I see it like the same as Seth says, but I differ because even though Menendez was a thorn in their side in that committee, you have to do what's right. I mean, if the guy's a crook, he's a crook, and he should... No matter if the ends justify the means or the means justify the ends, you can't say, well, I'm going to protect the guy even though he's crooked because I like his policies. His policies are his policies, his own own personal policy. His his personal policy on on Egypt was, well, if they want to give me money, and and it's alleged that that they did until otherwise proven, if if, if he's going to send secrets to them Well, that's espionage. Yeah. I mean, you're sugarcoating it by saying, uh, you know, pay to play. Yeah. And and so I I see it that way. I mean, I don't I don't I wouldn't I can't stand it when, you know, you hold your breath, you know, whether you're a Jew, an Irish guy, an Italian guy or what have you. When somebody does something wrong and then they say, oh, he was a Jew. He stole that money. You cringe because, you know, you're going to be stereotyped. Right, or yeah. if an Italian guy, you know, he's an upstanding citizen, but then somebody's in the mafia. Yeah, y- you cringe, right? Yeah. because they stereotype. Well, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I, I just see it that way. Yeah. And um, my top, and th- my top three, John, my top three uh, issues for this upcoming vote. Voting season, taxes, resources, and the voting, voting process.
2: Well, yeah, I think they're good ones, but uh, the economy too is is always a, always a hot topic. But d- don't you uh, don't you have four hundred eighty thousand lying around in your living room, Steve?
9: I mean, uh... well, well, if I did, <laughs> I would certainly have the bank receipt showing that I pulled it out and have paid taxes on it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think he can show any type of bank receipts. No. Come on. He is a crook. He should resign.
2: And and that's all I'll say about him. I mean... Go ahead.
9: Yes. I just want to say one thing. When is cash... Why is cash illegal to begin with? It really shouldn't be. You see, they always... That's the first thing I would say. Oh, he had all this cash in his house. Why is that illegal to begin with? It shouldn't
2: be, right? Yeah, well, because it's probably drug money or or, or other kinds of... uh, Illegal activities. That's probably why they say that.
9: Yeah, but maybe he was mowing lawns and he was just <laughs> working under the table all these years. I yeah, mean, maybe. I mean, I mean that's that's not illegal to mow lawns, but not to pay taxes yeah. is the illegal. Yeah.
2: Part right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steve, thanks for the call. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's what he's going to resort to mowing lawns because he, I mean, he should resign from the Senate. Oh, how could people elect this guy? That, that's I, I'm still baffled by that. I mean, he was a crook before. Andy and Al, we're going to take you in the second hour. We hope that you can wait. Uh, we appreciate it. Talk With a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, Hour number one in the books already on this rainy Saturday. Hour number two on the way, and you know what we say, don't go away. 95.5
1: 95.5 FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD 3 Millville, a Town Square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose. John DeMassi. our
2: number two. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also heard on 1450 AM and always online at WPGTalkRadio.com. I'm John DeMassi. Good to have you with us as always. And we are having some lively discussions again this morning here on the program. Andy, Al, and John, just hang in there. We'll get to you in just a moment. But first, I, I want to mention this. Because it looks like the CRDA finally gave up. You know, this thing with the supermarket in Atlantic City, they are, uh, according to reports this week, the CRDA is poised to reject all proposals submitted by the June deadline. This, of course, is for the supermarket in Atlantic City they are going to return the administrative fees to the applicants. Of course, they don't give a reason. There was no comment. And, you know, you call them. That's useless to call them. Because they say, well, we're not commenting. Well, what's the reason? But I know the reason, and you know the reason, and the reason is... That the CRDA knows that this is going to be an ongoing problem if there is a supermarket in Atlantic City. Village supermarkets said to them, hey, if we have all this shortage and all this shrinkage, another name for stealing or shoplifting, we're going to want some money. So the CRDA finally realized that no matter who gets this supermarket, they're going to have to subsidize it and they're going to have to continually subsidize it. And eventually, maybe even the people who are running the supermarket say, hey, enough is enough. We don't want this anymore. And then they would have a building and you you know what I mean. It, it, It would just be a mess. But why don't they tell us that? Why don't they say something like, the economic conditions don't lend itself to a supermarket in Atlantic City? That's all. But no, they're just going to quietly, it's going to go away. And there will never, and mark my words, there will never be a legitimate supermarket in Atlantic City. Oh there's 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 one's there and they're they're good. But there's never going to be because it's just not the right climate. That's it. Plain and simple. So I told you. And you probably knew that already. <sighs> Can't make this stuff up, can you? Andy and Brigantine, Andy, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose.
10: Yeah, John, if they ever did open up a supermarket in Atlantic City, instead of calling it ShopRite, they could just call it LootRite. <laughs> or ShopLift. <laughs> so this, 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 it's not take a rocket scientist to figure out. Just put the news on every night. That's why they're not opening up a supermarket. Right, and they right. never,
3: so.
10: uh, hey, I heard that um, Menendez just got a new gig. What's that? Uh, yeah, he's going to be the new spokesperson for Roslyn Capital. What's in your si- What's in your safe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they fired William Devane.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's about what he, that's about what he's qualified for.
10: Well, you know, those those breast implants on his wife, That's that stuff's not free, let me tell you. Yeah. It costs a lot of money to get that done. <laughs> yes. <stuff. laughs> so on to President Trump. So there's only one thing that will pre- prevent Donald Trump from being the next president of the United States. And that's if, God forbid, he's assassinated or... You know, drop dead of a heart attack. Yeah. Pressure. Yeah. Um, there was a poll this past week that showed Donald Trump six points ahead in all of the swing states. Good. OK, good. Uh, there's another poll that shows Donald Trump ahead nationally by four points ahead of Biden. Now, you know. Elections aren't won na- uh, nationally, they're won state by state, Right. but that uh, ahead four points means the popular vote, and if Donald Trump, if, if they'll even admit that Donald Trump is ahead even four points in the popular vote, that means he's ahead by much more. And you know, John, there are tens of millions of people in this country who will never admit publicly that they're going to vote for Donald Trump because look at what will happen to them. They lose family. They lose friends. They get shut down on social media. They get canceled and destroyed. They lose their jobs. Okay, people aren't going to admit that they're going to vote for Trump. And even even when you take all of those people out of the equation, the people who who won't admit publicly, he's still ahead in the polls when people get into those voting booths and no one sees what they're doing and when they think about what has happened to this country so quickly in just a couple of years when they when they look at their tweets they're going to forget about all the drama and they're just going to remember how well they were doing that's right how the interest rates were lo- were low how the gasoline prices were low how the grocery prices were low they're going to think about what, how much safer the world was, and they're going to vote for Donald Trump when they get into that voting booth.
2: I hope so. I hope so. Uh,
10: you know, th- this, this, th- th- there there is a very real risk for this man. Uh, and and I, I think he's going to have to hire his own, uh, his own security, because I don't know, I you know, I'm listening to people like Dan Bongino and others who, who know this business, the Secret Service, um, they're, they're all talking about how he is not being protected in in a way that he should be, given the, the level of the threats. I mean, the same goes for Robert Kennedy Jr. He's yeah. not being protected. Yeah. either. yeah, yeah. So, um, but I, I, I cannot believe that given what this country has been through in the past couple of years... That, that people aren't gonna go back to Trump. Listen, they didn't they didn't vote for Biden, they voted against Trump. Yes. It wasn't that's a vote right. for Biden. That's right. And, and, you know, he was we look, uh, not that I voted for him, but we were sold a bill of goods. He was he was gonna bring us back to a sense of normalcy and he's just you know, the grandfatherly Joe Biden, the avuncular Joe Biden, it's going to be calm. The adults are going to be back in charge. Look at what's happened to this country. Yeah, you got boy, you got boys and girls locker rooms. You got all this fentanyl coming in. You look at the southern border, John, and and I got to tell you, it might sound cruel, but I think it's time to get out the weapons at the southern border. Yeah. Because if it, if it was any other country that was being invaded, and that's exactly what this is. It's an invasion. If it was any other country in the world being invaded, they wouldn't be uh, letting the, the, the people in. They'd be blowing oh, them away. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a horrible thing. They'd be shooting. at some point— They'd be shooting them. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you got to start with the rubber bullets. Yeah. Yeah you got to start with the... And, and I guess you heard about what's happening in New York. Starting today, they're going to start evicting these people. They, they're going to start evicting them out of New York in order to send a message to the rest of the world, stop coming here, we just don't... Now, this is the sanctuary city of New York City yes. who's going to start evicting people, right? John, if, if you or I had suggested that New York City should start evicting people three months ago, we would have been called xenophobes and racists.
2: Yes, that's right.
10: That's right. And now, and now the very people who declared themselves a sanctuary city and who invited these people in are now saying, don't come here. Kathy Hochul is saying, don't come here. Isn't she a racist? What yes, a racist
2: yes, is she? yes, that's right. Andy, thanks a lot for the call. Good stuff. <laughs> Talk with a Purpose is the show. Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. I'm John DeMassey. Always a pleasure to have you with us here on our Saturday morning get together. Let's talk to Al in Corbin City. Al, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Are you there? Yes,
0: not.
2: Okay. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome.
5: Yes, uh, regarding uh, Bobby
2: Menendez.
5: Uh, this is from the AP. Democratic U.S. Senator Bob Menendez and his wife were accused of taking bribes of gold bars, a luxury car, and cash in exchange for using his outside sway in foreign affairs to help the government of Egypt and others. He, he's a traitor. He gave out government secrets. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah back in olden times, that was a, that was a hanging offence, but now it's a, your everyday politician. It's, it's how you become a successful politician in America. Unbelievable. Yeah, um, you know what? Everybody had everybody had filed their gut in 1992. We would have had Lost Perot instead of uh, Bill Clinton or James W. Bush. But the only problem with that is uh, the people that would have followed their gut would mainly be uh, disgruntled Republicans and independents. Because the Democrats, they just they have a one-track mind. They vote Democrat only, and that that bothers me about Bobby Kennedy Jr. I like Bobby Kennedy Jr. I dig his act. I do. I'm not gonna lie. But um, it was actually uh, Eric Clapton at a fundraiser in California had raised 2.2 million dollars for his campaign. Now, if he runs as an independent, that's going to throw a monkey wrench. It, it, it always ends up being a monkey wrench in the political process against Republicans. So I, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I still say that November 5th election, just like the original Republican president, uh, Abraham Lincoln, was elected on November 5th, 1860. And he took on a Democrat um, dirty dog, Andrew Johnson, as his running mate. I still say that, that he should take on Bobby Kennedy Jr. as his running mate. Really get the buggy rocking. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Really shake the world, Shake Shake the shadow government up, and Have them, have them quaking in their boots for a change.
2: Thanks. Thanks, thanks, John. Thanks for the call. <sighs> Boy, what a show today! <laughs> it's a rainy day, and and people are really thinking on a rainy day. What else can you do, right? Steve in and Island again. Steve, good morning.
9: Yes, John. Thanks for taking my call again. I appreciate it. I have four more bullet items for you. Okay. I'll start with, I'll start with your opening comment about the psych, eva- psych evaluation to yes. own a firearm. Yes. I think I talked about that with you before. I think that's a slippery slope. How's it going to be implemented? And are you going to get due process if you disagree with the outcome? Yeah. Um, there's just two... Th- Unless you're a police officer or, or, or you're going into a law enforcement profession uh, where it's required, I, I, just, I just can't see it for an individual citizen who has the ultimate right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's right there in our Constitution. You can't protect your life without a firearm. It's the great equalizer. But wouldn't you
2: say that, that a lot of the shootings and a lot of these problems – are people that are really deranged? and how did they get a? Gu- yeah but I mean, they could get a gun from somebody else. So really, that was just my thought that maybe an evaluation would red flag a certain individuals who really shouldn't have a gun. That was that was what I was thinking.
9: i I, I understand your point. I agree with you. people who are abnormal, abnormal from the movie, Young Frankenstein should not have a firearm. I agree with that. It's the process of how you implement it, and I think it brings on uh, more problems with freedom than it does with uh, the chances of, of being shot. I don't think it's uh, as abhorrent as it is. It's it's not uh, it's not it's not um not. To me, it's it's like the COVID thing. Yeah, it, it's bad when you when you die from it, but is yeah. it is it truly um, that virulent? I, I think we have these issues. And remember, Timothy McVeigh? He didn't use a gun. He used yeah. a fertilizer and made a bomb and killed yeah. all those people. Yeah, so, that's right. That's all right, right, here's my second. So I I think it's a slippery slope. Let's just agree to disagree on that one. Okay. Uh, the second bullet item. Uh, Why don't we, the guy that said, let's put them up at Bader Field. I think he really meant that. I don't think he was saying it as a, um, as a, as a joke. No, I thought he meant it too. I thought he meant it too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have, I have, I take umbrage with that. I say, send back, as soon as you find they're illegal, because if everybody is seeking asylum, then nobody is seeking asylum. You follow what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. If every, if you, if every, first of all, there's no wars down on the southern border as far as I know. They're all coming from disenfranchised countries with very large problems with um, fraud, uh, government fraud, no economies. I get it. Anybody would want to come here for, for our economy. I get it. But you send them back on a plane, you give them $100, and you take their d- DNA evidence and you say – Here's $100, we're sending you back on a plane. If you come back again, you won't get the $100, you'll just get sent back on the plane. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. I, don't un- I don't understand this, you know, because it's going to cost us, you know, it costs us money either way. That's right. right? It, it, Which
2: is going to cost us less money. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. It, it is going to cost us money.
9: And it has, way. and it has, yeah. As it has, because they're taking jobs from young people that could work, say, in the summer in Ocean City, or it, that, that's what I, that's how I see it. Um, number three, uh, the Democrats are the party of mandates. They mandated Obamacare, and if you don't get it, you're going to get fined. But and if you get fined, you're not going to get the, you're not going to get the health care insurance. We're just going to take your money. They're the party of mandates because they mandated that you must get the get the shot. Yeah, they're the. Remember when they said the Republicans were the party of no? They're the party of mandates. Yes, yes, they are. And uh, as far as the um, Shoprite or some other large uh, food food store in uh, Atlantic City, never going to happen. It, it, it won't happen, but it's not the economy that's that that would hold them back. It's the crime. Yeah, it's the demographics yeah. of the people uh, that float around that area. Yeah. where um, you know, you can't control control the theft. So, I I get it. They're not opening up uh, places in Camden, are they? As far no. as I know,
2: no, they're not. You notice there's no Wawa's in Atlantic City.
9: You know, I, I, isn't there one right on Atlantic Avenue, right by Caesars? Uh, no, no, no. That's a Seven Eleven. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's a right or a Sunoco or something like that. You, you know, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely. I
2: never thought about. that. Yeah, there was one. There was one at uh, Mississippi and Atlantic years and years ago because I used to have a client across the street and i would stop in for a sandwich or something and uh, then it just abruptly closed and uh, never again so what's that tell you
9: yeah <laughs> so what's your predictions for the upcoming presidential election how do you say it right
2: i i now? i i see uh, i see trump I, I really see trump now I, I i was i was worried but now i i see it you know and we've got a year of this garbage of biden uh, still to come. So you know, uh, th- the more the gas goes up, and the more we struggle, and the the more problems there are, and now of course Hunter Biden, and they're trying to impeach Biden. I I think I think Trump. Yeah, I I, I think Trump. Okay. And if see- I can quote,
9: and then I'll leave you with this quote. Uh, uh, okay. If I can quote from a movie, Rocky One, Rocky, or uh, Rocky Three with uh, Mr. T. He was asked a question. What's your prediction on the fight? he went pain <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the call steve <laughs> oh
2: i guess that was a mr t imitation i, I don't know talk with a purpose is the show saturday's 9 till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 after the break we talk to frank and we'll talk to ruth and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450 i'm john demasi more of today's edition of talk with a purpose in just a moment But first, you will be very happy to know that I have my Lexus back. (laughs) After six weeks in the shop and then two days of a battery, the car is with me and it is running fine and I'm happy and I missed it. I mean, because let's face it, when you drive something else, you really know what it is to drive a Lexus and you heard a caller last week say and I didn't solicit it she said boy you were right about a Lexus it's really the finest automobile on the market today and it is Lexus of Atlantic City of course is what we're talking about 3961 fire road in EHT or actually 3169 fire road in EHT Lexus of Atlantic City of course With, uh, you know, a slew of the finest automobiles on the market today, whether it is the SUV or the ES350 or the sports model. I mean, there's all kinds of vehicles for all kinds of driving needs. But what you do, if you've never driven a Lexus, what you do is you go over there today. uh, Maybe, you know, it's a rainy day. You don't have nothing else to do. So you go over there and you test drive a Lexus. And they'll be happy to see you because rainy days... (laughs) car dealers are happy to see people. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT, online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. And remember, it is the finest automobile on the market today. And last week we had a caller say, you know, she said, you're right about Lexus. Well, it's not that I'm right. That is, it is what it is. It is the finest automobile on the market today. So check it out for yourself. Lexus of Atlantic City, again, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. My niece works across the street, and she's always telling me, uh, there's a couple of new uh, SUVs there. I, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I'm coming up uh, at the end of my lease, so I'm going to be checking it out, and I'll let you know what's happening. But check it out for yourself. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT, online at aclexis.com. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment.
11: I'm Seth Grossman for libertyandprosperity.com. Americans are the most understanding, generous, and compassionate people in the world. That is why our enemies are using those virtues as weapons to destroy us. They are deliberately bringing millions of poor and angry people from failed socialist countries around the world to make America a failed socialist country. They know that walls, fences, and even thousands of border patrol agents can't stop everybody determined to get through. The only way to stop them is to arrest every person found in our country illegally and send them back. But our enemies think that Americans are too understanding, generous, and compassionate to ever do that. Do most Americans care more about the suffering of people coming to our country illegally than the future of our own children and grandchildren? Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online libertyandprosperity.com Thanks We
2: have a way for you to listen to any of our shows at any time It is called the radio version of On Demand Isn't that a great invention? What you do is you google John Demassey Podcasts That's what you do And you'll be surprised All of the shows come up I think last week we were at 191 191 shows <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of shows, isn't it? I, I don't rem- I, I tell you I don't remember what I did on show number one hundred and sixty. So, but uh, that's the way you can do it. Google John DeMassi podcasts and they all come up. It's that simple. Talk with the purpose is the show Saturdays nine till noon WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Let's talk to Frank and Ventner. Frank, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the. Purpose. Hey, good
12: morning, John. Hey, How? How
2: good are you? morning. Good morning.
12: So, John, I'd like to, a little different topic. I'd like to talk about um, one of the Trump's strategies to overturn the 2020 election and why it didn't work and how it could possibly have worked on a long shot. Okay. Good to hear. Yeah. So, uh, Trump, one of you, uh, Trump's lawyers, he's a constitutional lawyer, John Eastman, he believed that the Constitution gave the state legislators the ultimate right to decide on who the electors are for that state. And, and he believed that they could recall the electors at any time, even after the election, and send a new one. So, so, for instance, in Georgia, there were, uh, uh, you know, um, Biden won the popular vote, so the Democrat electors were allowed to vote for Trump. But according to this theory, the State legislators could have said, even after the election, no, we're recalling you and we're sending in Trump electors, even though the state went for Biden. Yeah. So this was the theory. And the way the Constitution is written, you could, so when you read it, it's kind of hazy. So it, you know, it, it takes some interpretation. So they went ahead with this plan. And um, so the Trump lawyers, including Giuliani, they were contacting each of the swing state. Republican legislators and said, look, we, we think there's fraud in your state. We, we're giving you a reason to now recall the electors they are going to vote for Biden and you can send in new electors to vote for Trump. This was an interesting case. Now, it, it, it failed because none of the Republicans went along with it. Uh, in fact, one of the greatest quotes I think from the election uh, Rudy Giuliani was trying to convince the Republican Speaker of the House in Arizona to go ahead with this plan. And Giuliani said, we, you know, we've seen a lot of fraud in your state. And the Speaker said, well, can you tell me what, what the, uh, the fraud was? And here's Giuliani's quote. Uh, quote We have lots of theories. We just don't have the evidence yet. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that to me is like my favorite. Yeah, my
2: favorite one. that's a good one. Yeah. But,
12: but let's say, John. Yeah, let, let's say they did go ahead. So, let, so now we have a, a different set of electors, all voting for Trump. You know, right? they recalled the ones voting for Biden, and then what would happen? You know, th- then you would get into the court battles. You know, the, the governors, you know, the Republican governor. Uh, I mean, the Democrat governors probably wouldn't go along with that. This would probably end up in the Supreme Court, and uh, it would have just been like a big mess. You know, the election yeah. probably would have halted because. You know, we would have waited for the Supreme Court, or possibly Congress would have would have gotten involved. But it's very interesting to read about it that there there really is a case that there's a long shot. Now, even Trump's lawyer John Eastman said, you know, we're in uncharted territory. Yeah, but you know, he thought it was worth a try. So that will probably be coming up, uh, in the uh, you know, in the Georgia uh, trial of Trump and the other uh, eight, eight, eight. Yeah. Eastman, Eastman.
2: But so, could you yeah, see that? Interesting case. Yeah, could yeah. you see oh, that? Though that would be a mess. You're right; that would be a mess, and we might still not have the winner of the 2020 election because
12: uh, absolutely you, this right. thing it drags on, drags Congress. on.
2: Yeah, yeah,
12: yeah. And, and John, a lot of it just has to be with you know the language of the Constitution, and then the Electoral Count Act of 1887. They they were the things that you could have several interpretations. And then it would, leave, you know, it would come down to a battle. It'd be a real battle in the courts and in Congress.
2: Yeah, but but, but bottom line is yeah. they, they had no evidence. They had no evidence. Uh,
12: yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, if they uh, had
2: the uh, evidence, yeah. I mean, uh, exactly, exactly. So that's why I said long ago, get off this thing about the 2020 stolen election. Move on, and and let's hope that Trump gets elected in 24. That's that's what 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 I say. That's all. Yeah. Plain well, and simple. We'll see. Th- uh, thanks for the call, Frank. Appreciate it. Ruth in Summer's Point. Ruth, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose.
13: Good morning, John. Um, so I have, in my entire life, always voted in person. And I intended to do that until recently when um, the RNC is saying the only way that, that we're going to be to beat the Democrats is by early voting, because they really had a big handle on that, the yeah. Democrats. Yeah. So lo and behold, about 10, 11 days ago, I received unsolicited in the mail from the county an application for an absentee ballot. I was surprised I got it. I've never seen one before, because I never voted that way. Um, but I listened to what the RNC said, and I decided to go ahead fill out the ballot, and send it in. I'll fill out the application, send it into the county. I did that. Three days ago, I got a second application for an absentee ballot. So that raises some questions. Yeah. Am I the only person that happened to get two? And I would have thought if it was a mistake, they might have come at the same time. Like the machine overloaded it a second time, but since it was over a week apart, I'm surprised that I got that. And yeah. I have a whole series of questions now. I'd be interested in knowing if anybody else in your audience has gotten two applications for absentee ballots.
2: Well, that's a that's a re- real easy one for me to look into because I will call uh, the Atlantic County Clerk, George Arallo, and I will point blank ask him you are one person who got two ballots, and I'm sure there are others. So I'm going to ask him, and uh, I'll, I'll ask him during the week and certainly report back next week because that's an easy okay, one. Well. That's, that's an easy one. Yeah, I, I can do that very simply. And, and Joe sure. Girallo is good. He 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 really answers questions. And if uh, he hears about something like this, I know he's going to look into it. So um, we don't have to worry about that. Okay, and, uh,
10: thank
14: thanks you very th- much. Thanks
2: for letting me know that. Jenny and Abseek and Jenny good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose.
14: Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, the young lady that just called is were they at the same address? Are you listed at the same address or did you move?
2: No, she uh, uh it was at the same I took it to be the same address.
14: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Too. because even if she calls Joe Gerallo, he will get to the bottom of it.
2: Yes, that's right. I know I know that for a fact.
14: Yeah, no, yes. No, no. Oh yes. Oh yes. I wanted to talk about Bob Menendez. This guy has made me nauseous for some time. Me too. He he and who was the doctor with him? Doctor Neglin.
2: Yeah, Negrin, I, I think. Yeah, yeah.
14: Doctor Negrin, an ophthalmologist, yes, in Miami, who has his own plane. Yes. And they were flying to South America, <laughs> and bringing minor young girls, oh, like yeah. fourteen and fifteen, to Miami.
15: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's right. They were.
14: <laughs> that scum and he should have been in jail for that. He should have. I th- wait, I think Dr. Negrin did get jail time, didn't he?
2: Yes, he did and uh um there was Medicare fraud. That that doctor uh, was um convicted on Medicare fraud. Okay. Yeah.
14: Well, you know, and and Bob Menendez skated, come on. A-
2: and got reelected. Wait, and got reelected after
14: that. <laughs> this is disgusting. I know. And then still, still he, you know, he, he's got to be thrown out. Yes. And I hope Murphy does the right thing. If Murphy can get rid of him.
2: Yes. Well, he already asked him to resign. So that's step one. We'll see. But of course, that Manette,
14: doesn't mean he's going to do it. I know.
2: I know. I I, I don't think he will. So uh, they may have to. I don't know if you can impeach a senator, but I, I guess they're, they're going to try. I mean, but, but that's I don't know.
14: Disgusting. Yeah. I mean, he, as a senator, he's not that good. No, he he's doesn't not. Do much of anything. Nope. And, nope. and for all this, for for all this, oh, you know, oh my God, I, I can't believe it. I, well, they, I, I think they were tipped off about the money in the house and the gold and everything else. Yeah, there had to be, there had to be a, um, a a uh, a whistleblower.
2: I, I, I'm sure there was, but you and I, uh, where do we keep our four hundred eighty thousand? <laughs> oh <God.
14: laughs>
2: Can you unbelievable. imagine? Unbelievable.
14: It's unbelievable. Yeah, and and Menendez skated before he should have been incarcerated. Before. Yeah, he, I mean, it's absolutely yeah. a disgrace. Yeah, and did you hear? Biden's going to walk on the picket line.
2: It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me.
14: Uh, <laughs> it's you know everything for show with this guy. That's right. Well, and if he, he can does. walk,
2: if he can walk, I mean, I don't know yeah, if he if, even, if even if can they
14: make it because you know they make a big show with a uh, a long lens, yes. A long reaching lens. Yes. When he walks across the lawn to get on the helicopter. Yeah. This is a show.
2: That's right. That's right, Jenny. So thanks. Okay. Thanks a lot for the call. <laughs> Biden's going to walk the picket lines if he can walk uh, Talk With a Purpose is the show Saturdays 9 till noon WPG Talk Radio 95.5 I'm John DeMassi Linda and John we'll talk to you and maybe we'll talk to you as well at 609-407-1450 back with more
0: Talk With a Purpose after these words Dance of Fall Festival at BF Mazio. All kinds of goodies, including delicious and fresh Macintosh apples, apple cider bread, pumpkin bread, and of course, all sizes of pumpkins. BF Mazio, where there's always something special. Don't forget the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere, and of course, a complete selection of prepared foods and baked goods second to none. BF Mazio, six hundred one New Road in Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com.
4: Death. If you hate debt as much as we do, listen. Debt, it's one of the biggest problems faced by 77% of Americans. A system called Debt Free for Life is a smart, financially unique solution. Not only does Debt Free for Life, a proprietary system that you can access absolutely free, help our clients pay off their debts years, sometimes decades earlier, It can also save them tens of thousands of dollars in interest, build their wealth at the same time, and it does it all tax-free. Find out more now. Go to jmlfinancialgroup.com to get your free report on debt-free for life, or call Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group at 856-751-1771. Remember, access to debt-free for life is absolutely free Check it out now at jmlfinancialgroup.com.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zerro.
6: From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, the coastal flood warning has gone into effect early. The National Weather Service reporting that water already starting to pile up, especially in back bays, and we're just passing low tide right now. So high tide later today, 2 p.m. Atlantic Ocean, 6 p.m. back bays could be some significant water rise. One to three feet of surge expected to surpass moderate flood stage. Now, we do have some new pockets of rain coming on shore at this point. It's still going to be a wet and windy weekend. No changes to the forecast. Might find Some dry pockets, but outdoor activities are a real challenge until Ophelia leaves us alone on Monday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. We are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Uh, I failed to mention
2: this morning that that Joe Yakovic is coming in at 11 o'clock. He's making uh, his regular appearance here on our show, and Joe's going to talk about a program called Debt Free for Life. He's going to talk about a seminar, all kinds of good stuff. Joe Yakovic at 11 o'clock here this morning on Talk With a Purpose. Uh, before we get to the callers, I just wanted to uh, touch base on this. We are beginning to see newspaper articles, editorials, and such concerning the, you're ready for this, the new COVID-19 vaccine, which is supposed to be better than all the others. Well, it's new, so if you got it before, you couldn't have gotten it because this is a new one. Bring back Anthony Fauci. (laughs) What one article said was that the Republicans are to blame for the pandemic. You ready for this? Here's a quote. It's time for extremist Republicans to play politics again with a serious public health issue. After Donald Trump's mismanagement of the pandemic cost nearly 400,000 lives, one would think the country would have learned its lesson. But as COVID cases, hospitalizations, and even deaths rise, Trump and his wannabes are seeking to politicize the virus. <laughs> oh, They can't stop themselves. That's, it's just... What they do, it's, it's Trump's fault. 400000 really? <sighs> Linda and Linda, good morning. Welcome to Talk for the Purpose.
16: Good morning, John. One of my favorite talk show hosts.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Linda.
16: And uh, one of the best shows in the area. We're so fortunate to have you. Thank you. And have I told you that you manage... A, I mean, I, like, I feel like I'm in a club. I've said that before. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. And, and really, good Good guys, and so good to hear the gals. Jenny's awesome. But, um, uh, well, first of all, oh, Mazio, Of course I love Vince Mazio, And I am so conservative. But I love Vince Masio. Yeah,
10: so do nice I. Guy. <laughs> so do I.
16: And I like Jeff Van Drew. Yeah. Yeah. When he, I'm so, I'm, I'm so glad that Jeff is what he should be, and I hope uh, I'd like to see Vince become a Republican. So I go into a store the other day, and I always know when you're there, because I always talk about you. Because I go over and I use this hand sanitizer, which I think is hand sanitizer when I don't think it is at all. I don't know what I'm putting <laughs> on my hands now. So anyway... So, anyway, he, he, so he's still there. And so, you know, he, he's just friendly. He's a great guy. So, he's, you know, but he has so many Republicans coming in that store. I know so he does.
1: Standing,
16: <laughs> yeah. he does. And so I'm standing there. I'm talking to him for a second or two. He says, you yeah, know, he pointed, he said, look, two two big Republicans over there. Well, I don't know who they are. And I don't know if he says, do you want to meet them or something like that? I said, well, I don't do so good with big Republicans sometimes. And so anyway, ultimately I end up meeting the two big Republicans and they were two big Republicans and they were wonderful gentlemen. So I saw well now so now let me get back to I still don't know if we have the real uh president in office since from the twenty twenty election, I feel. But I was looking at a map uh from Reuters and this map shows how Trump will win a landslide in the Electoral College if the numbers hold true. Trump coming down with 312, Biden 226. So that's encouraging.
2: Yes, it is.
16: That's if he lives and he's not assassinated, or if it's like Andy said, he doesn't perish from this or die because of the the pressure. I mean, this is criminal what they are doing to this man criminal it should be criminal and the only way a person could could survive this microscope and, and torture that they have put him under is 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 god and uh, so but god i mean he'll win and um uh, that that that's that, I don't I don't know how he can possibly win. You cannot win with uh, mail-in ballots, and they're getting <laughs> they're so adept at handling these things. The Democrats right now, yeah. and uh, and we haven't made the corrections that have to be corrected in order to win a fair election, like maybe France and Canada, where you have you have one ballot and they're not mailed and uh, one day, and yeah. uh, I guess maybe maybe if you need. It's, you know, the most important thing for a country is to ensure her elections, yeah, and that's still, that's that's at the bottom of the list. Well, no, there's there's no ensuring our our elections anymore. They, so
2: they ought to stop this. You, you know, it used to be, and I remember years ago, my mother couldn't really walk anymore, and she was getting up there in years, so I got her an absentee ballot, and she filled it out and mailed it in. And it was for, you know, those kinds of things where people couldn't get to the polls or it would be difficult for them to get to the polls. Where did we go from that to everybody gets a mail in ballot? I, I just don't understand. That, that's what I think where we're ripe for fraud. Why? Um, clearly. Yeah, I mean, it, it just why is it that now everybody gets one? And you heard the the woman before say she got two. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, so. What are we talking about here?
16: I used to get mad at the, uh, the uh, or not, maybe not mad, but maybe righteously. I had some sort of indignation towards them, independence, because I would think with what the Republican is and who the Republican are, why wouldn't, why, why wouldn't you want to be a Republican? Yeah. Why would you – and I, I am what, – with what the Democrats were and what the Democrats did, I don't know how they haven't had to change their mind. Yeah. I mean, t- I'm sorry, change their name. Yeah. I, I mean, because um, – I mean, they're righteously indignant about everything. No, not righteously indignant about everything, but everything offends them, and, and they're out there first telling about what offends them. So um how have they gotten away with being able to still remain the Democrat Party? They were founded in 1800 by the way. Yeah. Republicans 1854 and we had the first really civil rights by uh, in uh, in 57 and that was um the, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower gave us the first civil rights, but, of course, the Democrats, they neutered it to nothing. There was two phases to it, and it was excellent until until LBJ comes along. And I think, personally, I think he, he found them lying around somewhere and thought, geez, this is really a good idea. Let's let, let's get on it. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for listening, John. Thanks for,
2: thanks for the call, Linda. Appreciate it. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back.
5: Yes, I got a call back a third time and rebuttal to Frank from Vettner. It says, changes to election dates, procedures, and administration in response to the coronavirus pandemic 2020. So laws were changed by states. It was uh, it was all in favor of uh, Biden. So that's just speculation. As a matter of fact, the dumpsters were full of uh, mail-in ballots from servicemen and servicewomen that were voting from overseas. And that, that's, that's a fact, not a fiction. And also... Georgia was a red state in twenty twenty. They they voted for Biden. Huh? Is that right? Because uh, as a matter of fact, I saw under video surveillance. I, again, I have to say I'm going to sound like a mockingbird or whatever. But uh, yes, there was toilets that were that were overstuffed, and they they uh, caused a flood with overstuffed toilets, too much toilet paper. They evacuated the building, and I saw I saw people putting up plywood over the plate uh, plate glass windows of the uh, voting uh, of the. Voting building there, of the building that came to vote in. So that, that's not speculation. There's, there's 24 hours surveillance there, and that was under 24 hour, hour surveillance. So that's really going on. That really happened. But here's the thing, though. Here's a question for Frank from Venturi. He, he saw what he saw on January 6, 2021. But uh, there's people that never went into the Capitol building, were not armed. They're, they're exercising their First Amendment right for peaceful protest, protest, and they're still sitting in Gulags in Washington, D.C. Does that bother
2: anybody? I'm just curious. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, John. Yeah, I guess it would bother people. Uh, Sure. Let's not talk about January 6th. That opens up a whole can of worms. Joanne and Ventner. Joanne, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose.
17: Good morning. I'm back to the school shootings. Yes. I don't think it's difficult at all. I know the one shooting... There was a back door. There was only two entrances to the school, which usually is. Yes. Somebody left the back door. Yeah,
2: I remember that. Yes.
17: So what I would do was take the back door and put bars there.
2: That's a good point. And
17: in the front door, like they do at at the court. There's no shooting at the court. You go through a meter, and it says whatever you have on you. Yeah. And and then you can go forward. So in the school, you do the same thing with the front door and you hire a retired policeman to stand there and stay there all day. Is that difficult?
2: No. No. I think I think some of the schools have that already, but not all of them do. So
17: I mean yeah, isn't that simple? Yeah, that's uh,
2: yeah. Sure.
17: They make everything so complicated.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Don't we don't we do that you a lot in this country? Yeah. Do that. Well, yeah, that's true. But look, if if somebody if somebody wants to, you know, if they want to do it, they'll find a way to do it. And uh, that, that's yeah, a lot
17: of the schools had found <clears throat> that they had reported somebody that was acting strange, and they'd come in black clothes, and nobody looked into it. He was the shooter.
2: Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, C- clearly. Yes, so nobody
17: pays attention. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's true.
17: Anyway, have a good day, John. Yeah,
2: you too, Joanne. Thanks for the call. <sighs> Will we ever stop school shootings or gun violence? I, I-, I don't think so. And-, and look, like I said in the beginning of the show, we're going to throw a lot of money at it. And we're still going to have this. I-, I just don't know the answer to this. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number two rapidly coming to a close. Hour number three is going to be the Joe Yakovich Hour. And before we do that, we're going to talk to GJ after the break. And maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Final thoughts in hour number two after these words.
4: Debt. If you hate debt as much as we do, listen. Debt. It's one of the biggest problems faced by 77% of Americans. A system called Debt Free for Life is a smart, financially unique solution. Not only does Debt Free for Life, a proprietary system that you can access absolutely free, help our clients pay off their debts years, sometimes decades earlier. It can also save them tens of thousands of dollars in interest, build their wealth at the same time, and it does it all tax-free. Find out more now. Go to jmlfinancialgroup.com to get your free report on debt-free for life or call Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group at 856-751-1771. Remember, access to debt-free for life is absolutely free. Check it out now at jmlfinancialgroup.com.
2: And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. Again, 609-407-1450 is the number here in the studio. Let's talk to DJ in Summer's Point. DJ, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose.
15: How you doing, John? Good. How about you? Uh, never better. That's good. <laughs> never better. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and as far as you know, security in schools and police officers, they, they have a position. It's called a Class 3
2: or or uh, some some of them call them school resource officers right
15: well that yeah it's titles a title but it's yeah. it's a class 3 Yes. It's, uh, you're authorized to carry a weapon and stuff like that you have to go through firearms training and sometimes it does attract retired officers you know they want to stay close to law enforcement after retirement but they don't want to be that close
10: <laughs> yeah
15: and the thing is you know you're working in probably a local environment and you like uh, uh, contribute and you try to do the best you can for safety. And then there's other uh, schools that use uh, outside sources.
2: Yeah, well, so a lot of the schools do have it,
15: is, is what oh, I was yeah.
2: saying. Yeah, yeah.
15: Yeah, but the thing is, you, you, there's over 300 million people in this country. Yeah. Okay. 452 million if you go by the people crossing the border. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but out of that, th- Over 300 million. You're going to get some crazies, and that seems to be, you know, how you get attention. Go in and start shooting up a school. Yeah,
4: Yeah.
15: And unfortunately what happens, we are very slow to process the person that is arrested because sometimes they do get killed or sometimes they kill themselves, you know, and that's, you know, a quick end of it. But we we stretch out trials. We stretch out uh, sentencing hearings. You know, Parkland was a disgrace. It's still the number one disgrace, in my opinion, as far as the sentence that they had to impose because three jurors didn't have the uh, guts to say, it's time to put yeah. him to- <clears throat> Yeah, he He is- Quick and he, fast justice sometimes is better because that can send a message. Yes. Right? We are not playing patty cake, patty cake with you. We're going to go to trial within three or four months. It's very obvious what you did. It's not going to take two, three, or four years to go to trial. But that's not really what I call because you talked about a lot of good things today, John. You always do. Thank you. But you failed to mention one of the most major issues that occurred in this country in the last couple of weeks. And that's the relaxing of the dress code by Schumer on the House floor of the United oh, States. Oh,
2: yes. Oh, yeah. And, and Fetterman is now going to wear shorts and a hoodie.
15: Well, he's always worn that, uh, worn that, but here's the thing, you're, you could ch- uh, change the floor of the Senate into uh looks like you're walking into a Planet Fitness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, that being said, the number two guy basically told Schumer, you know, what do you got in your goddamn mind? But he didn't say it that way. I did. Okay. <laughs> and, and saying what I just said, that's not a, that's not a push the button thing. Is the, no, you know, no,
2: he didn't. He, did you push the button? No, okay. <laughs> okay.
15: Here's the thing. He's got 46 or 47 senators supposedly sent a letter to Schumer or a note, right, or an email saying, What are you doing? This is wrong. Yeah, I, I House, agree. The, I agree. You know, every floor of the House, whether it be the Congress or the representative of the Senate, is, is a professional place. Yes. All right. And then you accommodate this clown, and he's a clown. He, is, he really is, yeah. in Pennsylvania. I would not admit living in Pennsylvania yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm glad I, would I don't. I never admit <laughs> that I voted for
2: him. I'm glad I don't, and, and I wouldn't right. have voted for him
15: anyway. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But times like this calls for drastic measures. And if Schumer doesn't reverse himself, right, and all he has to do is say, you know, I got a lot of blowback and a lot of positive in- input from uh, sitting senators— and my idea of a casual uh, uh, decor on the Senate floor is not a good idea. And, and, and just move on. Yeah. But like most politicians, they don't admit they screwed up. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. So what you do is you, Durbin's got to say, all right, this is what we're going to do. Since you won't walk it back, everybody go down, all right, to their local haberdashery. <laughs> and I want you to buy a pair of bib." Overalls, <laughs> don't just bib overalls. You know the ones where you can hang a hang a hammer on the side, yeah, stuff like that, and a and a measuring tape. And the next time the Senate meets, we're all going to walk in just dressed in bib uh, overalls and Gucci lo- loafers. <laughs>
2: Like like Farmer Brown.
15: <laughs> there you go. You just walk in and there's no shirt, no nothing. Of course if you're a female center, you better put a shirt. Yeah, that's room. true. Yeah, All so. right. But the thing is, that would send a message yeah. to Schumer. Yeah, geez, that, that, hey, that's, you idiot. Yeah. Reverse it.
2: Yes. Good good stuff, DJ. Thanks for the call. Uh real quick, Ginny and And Ginny, good morning. Welcome back.
14: Yeah. Real quick. Uh Donald Trump has got to win. We're not gonna have our country back. We're not going to exist as a nation unless Donald Trump comes back into office right? as president of the United States. Right. He is strength beyond measure. He can tolerate anything that's thrown at him. He handles it. He's excellent. He's professional with it. And he can handle anything that's thrown at him from this country or any other country. And that's why we need him back.
2: And, and I couldn't have said it better myself, Ginny. Thanks for the call. Well, if we don't get Trump back, what what is it? I mean, you've got four more years of whatever this is. Uh, disaster, I think. Four more years of that. Could you see where we would be in this country in 2028? I, I don't even want to think about it. I mean, everything that Biden has touched. Now, I will give him this. The jobs reports have been good. But most of the jobs that that they're getting, and a lot of the jobs, I mean, you can't keep up with inflation. That's the bottom line. Inflation and the prices of, of everything has gone up. Cars have gone up. Real estate is going up. Rents have gone up. Everything is going up. And unless you're making a lot more money, which most people aren't, then you can't keep up. It's like you're that that mouse on the treadmill and you just keep spinning and spinning and spinning. And eventually you're going to get tired. That's the way I look at it. Talk with the purpose is the show Saturday's 9 till noon WPG Talk Radio 95.5 I'm John DeMassi Hour number 2 is in the books Hour number 3 we affectionately call the Joe Yakovitch hour and Joe will be here to talk to us <laughs> to talk to us about a variety of things all of course related to finances so stay tuned for that debt free for life that's what he's going to talk about I'm John DeMassi Hour number two in the books. Hour number three on the way. Don't go away. 95.5
1: 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. The following program is pre-recorded. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey.
2: Hour number three of Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, nine till noon, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, and this is the Joe Yakovich Hour. (laughs) You know, it feels good when you hear that. I really do. I think, I mean, I feel very calm. What else can we call it? I mean, it's the Joe Yakovich Hour. Trying to take care of the world. Joe Joe is here, and normally we do this live, but. Due to circumstances beyond our control, we are taping today, uh, and uh, this is on tape. So you can't call us, but you can call Joe in the office, and there's lots of reasons you want to call him. But uh, we're going to start off this hour by mentioning Joe's got a couple of seminars coming up next week. And Joe, you want to talk about it? Yeah, uh, we have uh, two next week, John. We got one at...
18: uh... Tuesday and Thursday next week at Stockton University at 6.30. You know, John, since I've been doing these presentations and workshops and seminars, and I've seen thousands, been in part of so many thousands myself, you know, what I end up doing something completely different, and I think it's probably the best way because of my way I present to people and I, I get my points across – I'm doing it with no slides, no presentation, none of this fancy technology. I'm just flat out having people focus on me, flip chart and going over the I believe the three most important don'ts in my, you know, financial world for close to 40 years. You don't want to run out of money, right? Right. You don't want to pay the internal revenue too much money. And three, you don't want to be a burden on your family. So we focus on those three things, John, especially in this economy that we're faced with now. So this is the seminar on debt-free for life, correct? Yes. Okay. That's exactly it. Debt-free for life is part of it. We show people, John, besides what's going on, helping them, you know, accumulate wealth, tax management, and so forth, we want to make sure we get people out of debt faster because we... We started to do the numbers, John. It really—it's sh- shocking to me, and I and I share with all my listeners where I get this information. It's from the U.S. DebtClock.org, and you can see for yourself. Are you ready for this number? This is really disturbing to me. Yeah, twenty-four trillion with a T Ooh. in personal debt, John. Twenty. I mean that's that's trillion. a bizarre. I mean through credit card debt, through student loan debt. I mean, this is so so, and too much It's getting to a point where people can't really enjoy themselves. They really are stuck in a way that they can't recover because of their, the debt they're in. So what we do is we, we put a proprietary program together, model, and we get you out of debt in half the time. And then at the end of that duration— You have a chunk of money left over. Now, you probably heard, John, and I'm sure you have, all the listeners of David Ramsey, probably one of the innovators of starting this. But what we have found by using technology and AI, we can actually get people out of debt and have a chunk of money left over with no more money out of pocket. you get this. So they never get back into debt.
2: That's the problem. You get out of debt and you get right back into it. That's great, yeah. So we're pretty
18: excited about that.
2: Okay, how do you register for this seminar?
18: I, one, I think right now between you and me, you know, I'm, I'm not the boss here. You know, I don't do yeah, that Oh, job, I know that. You can go <laughs> online at jmlfinancialgroup.com and get all the information online to how to get into our workshop. It's free of charge. Be there 630 sharp because I start on time. And I rock and roll, John, for probably a good 60 minutes. All the questions I will take at the end of the presentation. But what I do in that 60 Minutes, I uncover issues and strategies and models in the most efficient way possible to get people to save more money without getting hurt and
2: losing money. So this seminar is really important, especially if you want to get out of debt. Oh, John, think about it, John. If I'm able to get somebody out of debt
18: in half the time, they can do the things they want to do. First of all, the stress level decreases dramatically. And I'll tell you something else I found out, John. RH, people are embarrassed that they have debt. I mean, you'll have people like yourself. Oh, let me show you my car, my brand new car, my new watch, my new house, my new suit I just bought. But people are not bragging about how much (laughs) debt they're in. And I I uncovered by the questions I've started to ask more of the people I'm getting ready to prepare them pre-retirement. They're up to their nose in debt and no one knows about it. So if I can exponentially move that that needle to get them out quicker everyone wins so they can do the things they want to do and by the way John they can buy more real estate they can buy more investment they can buy more whatever they, they want to take on vacation because
2: they have money correct leftover Absolutely. That's, that's the the bottom line uh also you can call uh, you can call Lynn yes at 856-751-1771 <laughs> cuz yeah she's the boss she's 856-751 1771. That's the number. And it's uh, the, the number to, to register for this seminar that Joe Yakovich is conducting. It is Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. And as I said, this is the Joe Yakovich Hour. We are previously recorded today. So, um, Joe, of course, has uh, <laughs> circumstances beyond our control. So, yes. he's here now. And we're going to talk about. This is really... (laughs) I I wasn't ready. Were you ready for this? Issues that we need to speak about more entering retirement. Ready for this one? Jerome Powell kept rates the same, oh boy, at 5.50% and indicated there will be one more hike this year to 5.75%. So, Joe, what does all this mean? Well, John, you know as well as I do
18: the information I receive and and share with you, with the listeners. I'm gathering it from government site, government site being usdebtclock.org. And I extract a lot of information about the debt. The debt just, our debt, our personal debt, but not our country debt, is now and crossed over 33, are you ready for this, trillion dollars. I don't know if you know what 1 trillion seconds is. That's 32 years. So I want you to understand something. The problem that we're faced with not only the debt, is how we pay for that debt because we're paying it back to ourselves. Yes. And as we were in a cheap mode, and when I say cheap money, where interest rates were almost zero, we were just printing like it was no tomorrow. And what people need to understand, the reason I mention this because I need them to understand why I position their money for their own retirement. So I'm sharing with people why I do what I do and not the traditional cookie cutter, putting a portfolio and sit and wait, we might be faced with John, like we faced with just recently another decade of flat markets. So what the take that I have on this, there was a mention of the last talk on the FML conference and Jerome Powell said, You're ready for this 12 times carefully, which means the outlook of controlling inflation and controlling energy and food. Because, John, you know, and well as I do, they're giving up these inflation numbers that are, you know, 5%, but no, no, they haven't, they extracted food and energy. And, John, you know what I found out, which is really blows me away, which is really blows me away? Oil. What it produces for all of us in the country. Just the simple things. Food, forget how the cost of gas is starting to go up. But oil, what it does and what it produces, John. So the biggest concern for us is that how are we going to control this inflation? And I'm sorry to tell everyone, inflation's not
2: going away, John. No, it's not. And gas prices, I saw this the other day. Gas prices are the highest they've been since Biden took office. Correct. So, you know, people, you know what inflation really, really hurts, John? It hurts the person on a fixed income. Absolutely, because that income is all, is is fixed.
18: And guess and what's it's not happening? Going, it's not going up or down. Guess, what, guess what's happening, John? Even with the interest they're getting, it's still not enough to combat inflation number. right? They're still going backwards. Right. So how do we do? What do we do? And what happens if another black swan arrives, John, or another COVID-19 arrives, John? Yeah. This is the concern of mine. So I have to make sure when I'm dealing with our clients' money, portfolios, estate plan, what you might be looked at as no big deal, but a, a big holistic you know, conversation I'm having with them, and that is being now one of them. You know, people are going to run out of money. Maybe it hasn't happened now, but if we as a country are having problems with our Social Security and we only have 64 million on it now, what is it going to be like in the next 10 years when you have 140 million on it? Wow. So think That's...
2: about what's going to happen going down the pike. But then on the other hand, I know. Why is the economy so strong despite higher rates? You know, I was afraid you were going to ask me that. <laughs> I was afraid you going to ask me that. Well, one big thing we
18: found out, John, believe it or not, is the household balance sheets have been stronger than we, we could have even imagine, which is shocking to me. But the spending in that same time frame, saving rates consumed were lower. So people are now taking all that free money, that PIP, all that stuff, and been spending it like drunken sailors, similar to our government, but they're spending less. They're, I mean, saving less, I should say. So they're saving a lot less than they were prior. Now, I'm not talking about saving. I don't care where anyone saves. It's a Roth IRA. It's an IRA, a 401k Roth. It's an annuity. It's a fixed equity index. It's a cash value life insurance. That, we don't care, but we need to get people, and at least in a plan, to do that. And something else that's shocking to me, John, we have a very strong economy and also a strong labor market. Think about it. But we need to get back to 2% inflation. We're going to need more in terms of monetary policy because inflation is up. So they're going to continue to keep these rates up to try to suppress that. But it's going to be a problem. Corporate dollars, they don't have enough money to suffice their debt. John, think about something else that you don't think about through this problem that we're having in the economy. The Fed, the Fed, can print money. But Ventner can't print money. Brigantine can't print money. The Fed can print money. So what's going to start to happen with these costs? You're seeing it right now, John. This is the ripple effect that's going to hurt end user, mom and dad, pop, mom and pop. And also, it's going to hurt the economy because of the stocks that you have in your portfolio it's going to start to ripple. And we're going to start to look look at, if we do not fix this quickly, we're going to have stagfilation. And you're seeing it now. People don't want to talk about it. But it's got to be an issue when you put a plan together, John. If I don't put this together correctly, mistake-free, we're in trouble.
2: People are like ostriches. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Stick I mean, their head in the sand right? and, and don't want to deal And you've with seen it. it, John. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. So tell me, what is 7702 of the tax codes?
18: 7702, my favorite numbers. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. And the reason why John mentioned 7702, folks, is a major, major factor. I want everybody to listen to this and listen to it clearly. It is a 7702 is not a plan, but it's an internal revenue code section in the code. And it allows us to define the guidelines of cash value life insurance. Now, why would I mention that all the time or at least mention it in my conversations with my clients? Because if you're an investment guy, you don't know what 7702 is. What it allows us to do is put money in tax-free, grow tax-free, and take it out tax-free. So everything is tax-free. There's only a handful of vehicles, folks, on the planet right now that are tax-free. Now, if you believe the taxes are going to go up, then this is a perfect situation. But because of what's going on, because of inflation, it's forcing everyone to take more money out of our plans to live the lifestyle that we're accustomed to. And by the way, John, remember I spoke to a couple of weeks ago, I don't want to jump ship here, but remember before I get to 7702, I said, this oil thing hurts my, my bar soap and all my soaps that I clean myself with. And you understand soap, is generated because of crude oil. That's what they make soap out of some of that. So by having crude oil at over 90, my normal bath soap used to be a $1.99 and now it's 5.99. By the way, that's 50% increase, John. That's not no 5 or 6% inflation. So I I need people to start to be aware of this all the things that crude oil and oil itself and energy Back to 7702. What 7702 in detail is a plan. The death benefit is always tax-free because it is a cash value life insurance. The tax-free access to cash value anytime you want. You could take loans against the policy tax-free anytime you want. And everything remains tax-free while the policy is enforced. This is typically charged when paying back the loan. There's a small interest charge. But you understand, John, what we're doing today is, with Debt Free for Life, we're using some of those vehicles purposely to be you as the bank. And we teach people what effective interest cost is. Because if I tell you how much the banks make on interest, because everything goes back to the bank, your car loan goes back to the bank, student loan goes back to the bank, credit card goes back to the bank, mortgages go back to the bank, boat loan goes back to the bank. The bank makes between, are you ready for this number? Between 28 and 50% on your money. Wow. Any reason why you're not the bank? No. So we (laughs) help people understand the banking concept of how we can be the bank, get guarantees, no lossage, and make sure you basically will be as tax-free as
2: possible in the future. How do you know if you have enough money in retirement? Well, that's, that's a great question. The first thing that we do,
18: and you know this as well as anyone else, we sit down with you and say, listen, John Demasi, what do you need to run your household? Food, electric, gas, car payments, um, entertainment, because I know sometimes you like to entertain, as I would say. <laughs> And the degree of entertainment will depend how much you want. But we have to factor that number in someplace, John, to make sure we achieve that number first. Everything else is gravy. And we have to also factor in taxes and inflation. So when we need and talk to people about how much do you need, are are you generating, I should say, money from an asset where you're getting a dividend or interest? Are you, do you have a pension plan, like a Social Security plan, so forth? So we factor all those things in to determine and factor inflation. Remember, John, for the last how long? I mean, you remember 20 years we've been, what, cheap money, 2%? Absolutely. I mean, think about the yeah. numbers. Yeah. They were like, like you couldn't even believe it. You actually probably got mad one time and said, oh, they're going to give us 0%. They're actually going to charge us to put the money into the banks. Now you got 7 8% mortgages. If the housing start to cool off. Yes. Which is good, bad for certain people. So having that ability to have at least a strategy and a plan involved. No, You know, John, it's no different than having a GPS in your car. You plug the numbers in or where you want to go. Guess what happens?
2: It takes you right there.
18: You're, it's supposed to. My, yeah, my yeah,
2: GPS so- doesn't always work, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it takes you to the other way. Right, but, yeah. right. but let me ask you this. Sure. Is it okay to lose money at every economic downturn, or would it be better off and would you be further ahead if you never lost money ever again? That's the real question that we put together for people.
18: You see, for us, we would rather sit with people, even at our workshop, with anyone we talk to. You need to have a couple buckets of money, John. A lot of people in my business, most, they're investment advisors and very good at it, I'm sure. But when you incorporate in income planning for people, income planning different ballgame. Oh, it's like white and black, John. It's like it's like going to casino and you bet red or black. You got no Like there's not like a gray, you know, number. Yeah. you Follow me. And people need to understand that because when you go into this game of retirement or pre-retirement, you better have a plan together. You better have a tax plan. You better have an income plan. You better have a plan of multi-buckets because if you don't, then it's
2: on you. Okay, we are coming up on a break here. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. We're talking about the seminar he's having next week. We're talking about retirement, about not losing money, about debt-free for life. We're talking about it all, and we're going to continue to talk about it. We normally give out the number, but we are previously recorded here, so we will have more of today's edition of Talk With a Purpose and the Joe Yakovich Hour right after these
4: words. Debt. If you hate debt as much as we do, listen. Debt. It's one of the biggest problems faced by 77% of Americans. A system called Debt-Free for Life is a smart, financially unique solution. Not only does Debt-Free for Life, a proprietary system that you can access absolutely free, help our clients pay off their debts years, sometimes decades earlier, it can also save them tens of thousands of dollars in interest, build their wealth at the same time, and it does it all tax-free. Find out more now. Go to jmlfinancialgroup.com to get your free report on debt-free for life or call Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group at 856-751-1771. Remember, access to debt-free for life is absolutely free. Check it out now at jmlfinancialgroup.com. It's a fall festival at BF Mazio. All kinds of goodies,
0: including delicious and fresh Macintosh apples, apple cider bread, pumpkin bread, and, of course, all sizes of pumpkins. BF Mazio, where there's always something special. Don't forget the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And, of course, a complete selection of prepared foods and baked goods second to none. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com.
2: We are back here on Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Joe Yakovic is available during the week. You can call him at 856-751-1771. That is 856-751-1771. That's the number you call if you want to sit down with him, make an appointment. It is complimentary, no cost or obligation. And especially if you want to attend this seminar, which is happening next Tuesday and Thursday, you want to call that number 856-751-1771. Or you can register online, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. That's the website. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll get back to uh, more with Joe Yakovich here uh, let's mention that seminar again, Joe.
18: Stockton College, John, I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's at the university now. Uh, it's on next Tuesday and Thursday, the 26th and the 28th at 630 sharp. I start right on time and I go sh- for 60 minutes nonstop. And then afterwards, uh, I get people to ask, you know, ask me any questions they want. You know, I'm open book. Uh, if I can and give them some direction, that's that's our objective. But more importantly, John, they get information and they get a second opinion on things, which is kind of odd because not everyone, not everyone, there's a number of them that have this mindset that they think what they've done, you know, 20, 30 years ago is going to work today. And being in a business is close to 40 years, I'm finding out. Hardly. Yeah. <laughs> Big yeah. time. You, you've seen a lot of changes. Yo, yeah. Johnny. Mm. I tell you all the mm. hundreds and hundreds of tax law changes. So, you know, secure 0.10 and now it's 2.0. And when you have to, you know, when should you take uh, your distribution from your IRAs? That's changed. You know, one from seventy and a half, now it's 73. And the tax law changes from the tra- uh, Trump tax call uh, laws is changing. So it's so many different things that people need to be aware of. So what we try to do with our firm is we connect the dots. I make sure the gentleman that came in today before I uh, was on your air with us today, he met, met me at my our Northfield office. And um, after he was finished working with me and everything, gave it to him, he says, by the way, John would have needed a, um, you know, a will. And I said, not a problem. I made a contact with the attorney, our friend, Ron Capuccio, and he's now going to be connected with him. So I try to put the pieces together. For people to make their lives easy. You follow me? It's just not about money, but if you have an investment guy, they're not looking to things that I'm looking at. You know? And when you're dealing with income planning and strategy tax planning and management planning, it takes a different mindset. So I'm not saying I'm smarter than anyone else. I'm just saying to you, I have a I have a different holistic view when I'm speaking with somebody and asking the tough questions. I mean, I'm all I'm doing is asking questions and you lead me down where you want me to go with you. And that's kind of how we approach this,
2: especially now because of all the crazy uncertainties we have in our economy. Uh, There's another thing that people can listen to you, and and it's called a podcast. (laughs) And uh, it's called The Heart of Your Money. Yes. And you and your son do it. And uh, can you talk a little bit about that? That is a wild... Let me tell you something. I started this some time ago called The
18: Heart of Your Money. It's on all the... You know all the, the sites... Uh, streaming, and we do a, a short 15 to 20 minute podcast. We take a couple of different subjects and we, we examine them, We go back and forth, my son and I, and it really is the heart of your money. It really shows people again, another format of you know teaching people what they need to know. We can't, again folks, you can't make a mistake today. This We got to be mistake free almost. Because of all the things that could potentially happen to us. So we need to be smart when it comes to investing. We need to be smart when it comes to income planning, tax planning, burden on our family. And if you want to pay Uncle Sam, that's up to you. But they're going to need the money. Because if you see what's going on, like we all have seen, where are they getting all this dollars to pay for these things? So if we don't make good, sound decisions now... For the future, or at least in the next five to ten years, you know, we want to make sure we help you this way. And and one of the things we always talk about, John, and
2: you see me talking about it more and more, is how do I get you out of debt half the time? And that's why you're having these seminars. Yep. All right, getting back to our discussion, Mm -hmm. why is price stability the worst thing we are facing? You know, John, it is
18: clear on that if you don't restore price stability, inflation will come back. And you can have a long period where the economy is just very uncertain. That's what you're seeing right now, John. And it will affect growth. That's what I'm trying to get people to understand. One thing we're doing today, it's going to affect something else down the road. And that's the concern because it wasn't so 25, 30 years ago. We didn't know what the word global economy is or was. You understand that? Yes. And understand something else. China, the people in China and there's 585 million in them versus our 330 plus, remember, they can only purchase Chinese investments. By the way, there's real estate in China, million million space units that are empty. Nobody lives in them. They built them, and nobody lives in them. This is going to be a ripple effect in our economy. They don't make enough money, John. They're the second largest GDP behind us. We're 25 trillion, they're like 18, 19 trillion. This stuff is going to start to affect all of us. See, we, we've we been putting our heads in the sand. We don't have a strategy in place that's really gonna affect us. And all the things of in nature, John, it could be a miserable period to have inflation continuously come back on us. And the Fed keep on coming in and tightening again and again, so the Fed is looking at this very strongly, and it will affect us. It might not feel it now, but it's starting to show up. And the things that I read and the things that I see, uh, by the way, John, family of four that I know health care being what it is, and you know as well as I do, is about $32,000 of health care for family of four. Isn't that
2: incredible?
18: John, how do you afford that? John, guess what? 50% of Americans... They don't make that. we got 2 million immigration folks that are coming in our country. Who's paying for this? So it's a ripple effect. It's going to affect how we spend money, how our food is going to cost. I mean, it's amazing what you're about to see and hear over the next five years or so. So it's happening quicker, faster, and I want people to really just understand if yeah, you, if you're prepared for it, John, like for instance, you know what that old cliche. <laughs> you don't replace your roof when it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that little saying? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm saying it's sunny still, little cloudy. Let's fix
2: stuff that we can be prepared while, while to fix. While it's sunny, stuff. yeah. Correct. Uh, let me ask you this: Sure. What are you were talking about external factors? What are some of the external factors that you talked about? Do you really want to hear
18: this? This is going to make, are you ready? You got a tissue there? Are you ready, John? Yeah, I'm ready for it. I mean, this is something I I really, I prepared for this one question uh, for us to have this today. I'm going to name just a few, just a few, John. Energy prices. By the way, these are all new stuff. Strikes. uh, Student loan repayment. By the way, Don, John, $1.8. Million Now you have to start to pay them. All the crisis we're dealing with. Are you ready for the next couple of, John? Higher taxes, lower benefits, inflation, volatility, longevity, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Hold on, John, am not finished with you yet. COVID, could it come back? Interest on our debt. Remember I said, John, $33 trillion in debt. As interest rates go up, Costs more money to service the debt. Think about it. You have cars now you're buying and you go, how much? I looked at my car just to let you know. Stop me here for a second. The new ones is are $600 more a month. Same car. So get ready when you're coming, coming off of your car. Yes. Get ready for a little bump up, in which you're not prepared for. And did you make enough money to offset that cost just on your car payment? Understand? Yes. You got interest on our debt I mentioned. Wars and defense. Health care reform. Unemployment. Health care costs. Infrastructure issues we're dealing with. You ready for the next one? National disasters. John, who do you think's paying for all these tornadoes and fires? Where's that money coming from? We are. Correct. Um, Climate change. You ready for this one? Climate change. Fannie Mae problem. Derivatives, John. Derivatives. Where they're investing in the market, and they don't have to tell us where they're investing in some of these big companies.
2: But it's Cor- probably speculative.
18: That's what it is. All speculative stuff, John. Derivatives, um, commercial real estate. John, nobody's going back to the office. What happens to all this commercial real estate in New York, Chicago? Who's, who's staying there? They're at, you're working at home. Who's paying for all this? Think about these big skyscrapers. Yeah. Who's commercial real estate? How is it being sold? How is it being bought? Is it just walking away from the bank? Who's paying for that? Home mortgages, 7 8%. Get ready. It's coming. Student loan crisis. Repayment, 1.8. Starting so, this month, by the way. Yes, yeah. exactly. They, they you gotta know
2: re, it. They got to repay.
18: Black Swan Fair immigration. And the last one, John, which I don't know you want to hear, these social uproars where only a half of the Americans see what I see. Who's paying for these people that steal stuff? Who's paying for the stuff that gets burned out? I don't know. Tell me. So it's coming out of somebody's pocket. You can print so long. And by the way, for you folks that ever have gotten the opportunity to go into usdebtclock.org, if you fast forward usdebtclock.org, and in three years, the projected debt, which is probably less than what it's going to be, but this is the number they projected, $44 trillion. Oh, wow. And when you factor in, John, what we have to pay on it because of interest rates. Remember, when you had low interest rates, what happened? You didn't have to pay nuts, yeah. very little. You know, it was like nothing. Now you're paying a lot. Correct. Which, if if we're paying a lot, where's that money coming from? Taxes. And inflation, there is how the ripple effect is going to run havoc when your portfolios and your distribution and whatever you invest in. So, there are the things that we
2: talk about, John, with our clients always. Just have an open dialogue. It's a lot of gloom and doom that you just yes. <laughs> put out. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I'm wondering, is there is there any answer to this? I mean, what can we do? And do I we love stick our head st- in the sand?
18: I love when you say it that way. I really do. Because Albert Einstein once said, John, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't pay it. So if we don't start to educate the consumer. And because of you know our fixation on quick information, And then moving on, if we don't have a strategy in place, I'm sharing with people, I can prevent some of these things from happening. And I can also protect them. So if anything, like we talked about, looming doom, we're going to be in a position where it doesn't hurt them. That's what I do today. 30, 40 years ago, different animal. Because why? The market was to say, you know what? Cheap money, low interest rate. Deal of the century. The game has changed. And something else has changed. People are no longer 30 and 40, a lot of the people. Now they're in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. And they don't know what to do. And they're almost frozen, John, because they can't believe what they're seeing themselves, you know, including me. But if we don't have a strategy in place, John, a real strategy, like a GPS, like a real place, okay, this is where we started. This is where we want to go. There's other alternatives we, if we have to take, you know, because there's always going to be issues that, you know, in our case, GPS, you know, the, the roads being under construction, we have to, you know, go down this road and so forth. But the point is, if you don't have a plan in place, a real structured conversation, or have somebody like myself and my team and the way my family works with my other families,
2: it's not going to work, John. So it all goes back to debt-free for life. Correct. Making sure that you get out of debt. Correct. That's really the answer to this whole thing. Well, you know what, John? I started to realize in
18: all the years of being in this market and being in a business, and besides asset management, you know, I give it to a portfolio manager, the top one in a country or two or three, and they, you know, they discuss, you know, strategies with me for our clients. We do a real, because of, my background, um, you know, we put a portfolio together predicated on a risk. And I challenge the people, you know, what are we trying to accomplish? You know, what do you do here if it moves down here, if it goes up or down? We want to make sure they're okay with risk. But also, we need to have some guarantees. If you go to the top people in our, in our business, you have to have some type of income plan implemented in there. Not everyone in the asset management business believes that. Why? Because it might take money from their pocket. That's not my concern. My concern is give you the right advice. And then you and I can challenge each other on not just history. Because history doesn't dictate stuff as much as it is today. I'll tell you why. AI. Technology. Think about it. Just your vehicles that you ride... It's self-driven. Who would have thought self-driven thirty years ago? You couldn't even you, you couldn't even spell that word self if I gave you the first two letters. Yeah, yeah. Think about what's going on. Yeah. So if we can use that to our advantage and use the AI to complement what we're doing with our clients, I set myself up in a whole different world. Me, my firm, my son that's worked with me, people and by the way, John, no kidding. I have been using this this type of conversation over the last couple of months with high-end folks in the state of New Jersey. And they they look at me with two eyes and say, we can't wait to join you because you have done something or starting to do something that we need to address because of the close to $2 trillion in personal debt, $24 trillion in personal debt
2: throughout the country. It's a, it blows me away just thinking about that number. Okay, we're going to pick that up. Uh, we're coming up on a break. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. As I said, this is the Joe Yakovich Hour. And we have more to talk about with Joe in just a moment. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, talk With a Purpose again is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We
0: are coming back. Joe and I return Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com.
4: Debt. If you hate debt as much as we do, listen. Debt. It's one of the biggest problems faced by 77% of Americans. A system called Debt Free for Life is a smart, financially unique solution. Not only does Debt Free for Life, a proprietary system that you can access absolutely free, help our clients pay off their debts years, sometimes decades earlier, it can also save them tens of thousands of dollars in interest, build their wealth at the same time, and it does it all tax-free. Find out more now. Go to jmlfinancialgroup.com to get your free report on Debt Free for Life, Call Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group at 856-751-1771. Remember, access to Debt Free for Life is absolutely free. Check it out now at jmlfinancialgroup.com.
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist
6: Dan Zarrow. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, as of 11 a.m., Ophelia is still a tropical storm centered near Greenville, North Carolina, about 250 miles southwest of South Jersey. No big changes weather wise over the last hour or two here. We just had a wind gust of 50 miles an hour at Little Egg Harbor. Still some pockets of rain coming in. I do see some drier air showing up on radar, so I'm still thinking this afternoon a little less sloppy and less rainy, although nothing resembling pleasant weather. We'll still have scattered rain and gusty winds around through tonight. High tide just a few hours away. Water levels already rising. Moderate category flooding expected later on. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. We are back
2: here on the Joe Yakovich Hour on Talk with a Purpose. If you'd like to reach Joe during the week, his number, 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. And if you uh, want to go check out his website, you can do that. But you can also register for his upcoming seminars. The website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. jmlfinancialgroup.com is the website. And that's where you can register for that. And if you want to do that or if you want to call, either one, 856-751-1771. And if you just want to set up an appointment with Joe, the initial consultation, complimentary, doesn't cost you anything. And you will learn a lot, 856 751 one seven seven one is the number. It is talk with a purpose every Saturday nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Joe Yakovich is here. We're going to talk about the seminar again Tuesday next week, Thursday next week six thirty. Stockton University, debt free for life. Joe is going to show you how you can get out of debt. I I'm really curious as to how you do this. Well, you're not going to be curious. I I invite you to come out and
18: hang out with us because if you show up, I know it's like the second coming of of Elvis. (laughs) So I have to make sure if you do come in, I'll have my, you know, my bodyguards and security ready when you come into the facility. I'm actually going to talk your, your protege, you and your protege to come uh, Harry, but that's another conversation. I got to pay him, I guess, but you know what, John, it's, it's so funny you know when i do these workshops and i've s- s- did them a little different back then and then what they are today and i'm finding out I'm, I'm inviting people i don't care who comes to the workshop they're going to learn something you're going to walk away going i can take that immediately and implement it in my plan i'm almost going to guarantee that i guarantee almost i say almost cuz nobody's perfect the the it'll take some of my information And put it inside their plan. It could be a simple thing of, you know, um, taking the income now versus later. Like Social Security. There's like 2,800 different tax rules in Social Security. Do you know that? I mean, what one will best fit that individual? So it's not one way to do this, you understand. There's a lot of, for us, in-depth questions. But what we find, John, by having these workshops, it kind of keeps me sharp. It keeps me in the fold of giving back as much as I can possibly give back in the time I'm here on this earth. And I truly believe this, John. You know, everybody is, you know, has a gift. And I've been born with a gift, the gift to be able to take a very complicated subject and simplify it for a second grader. It really is, because it's not that people are not smart, it's just they have other things and other agendas on their mind. You know, we have a attention span less than a goldfish. I don't know if you know that or not. It's a statistic. It really is. I know. Because people, even me, I'm watching a game. I watch like 16 different games. I'm watching movies as I'm watching a football game. Yeah. My wife goes, what are you doing? I thought you were watching a game. I am. Well, hold on. I just flipped the channel. The two games, you lost a movie. You're watching You're watching The Godfather. You're doing it. Uh, okay. Well, that's the way I watch TV. But my point that is that, that's how people take information And they hear something like a shiny, you know, object. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do it. You know, one thing doesn't apply. Maybe one thing applies for that one person, but it doesn't apply for them. Maybe for yourself. So what we try to do is, again, have good, solid questions. Like my first questions, John, believe it or not, are like the first probably 30 minutes are non-financial. Oh, he has a question like, where are you from? Now, Why do I do that? Or how was it growing up? Why do I say that? Well, very simple. Were your mom and dad frugal? Or did they spend money like a drunken sailor? Because that might be the way you are. So I ask certain questions that intrigues them to say, yeah, I never thought about that. I, that's a good." And I get a barometer on how they are. No different if I my doctor comes in and says, Joe, we're going to do an MRI on you. We're going to do an EKG. You know, we're going to do an X-ray, blah, 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 And we're going to cut or not cut or, you know, take this, don't take this. No different, John. It's like doing a financial physical
2: on a person. You know, it's interesting. Right before uh, we came to do this taping this morning, yep. I paid one of my credit cards. Mm-hmm. And I don't pay the minimum. I pay, you know, a right. lot to get, get rid of it. But they have a, a statistic there. If you pay only the minimum. Mm-hmm. Now, this was on I, I maybe a $2,000 balance you pay the minimum, it will take you 11 years to pay this off. <laughs> okay. 11 years. Okay. To pay off $2,000. And that's what people do. Yeah. So if I can get that person out in two
18: years, <coughs> wow, what happens to their life? What happens to the way they save money? <coughs> what happens to their
2: stress level? So that's kind of where I go with most of the conversations I have with folks. Who are the people hurt most by inflation? Well, I think, and and a lot of people, but the most
18: folks that really get hurt—I mean, talking real hurt—are the ones on a fixed incomes, where they get the social. By the way, the Social Security last year increase was eight point seven percent. This year, I think it's three point two. Follow me, so yeah. you can see the adjustments that are being made. The government, you gotta love them. Um we don't wanna include energy and food. <laughs> Hold on for I eat. That always gets And me. I got I and I go, what are you talking about? That, why that's like the most matter of fact, those two alone are more than the other every five other things you're giving me. out. you follow me? So yes. that really irks me when I see that and hear that. Uh but the people that are in fixed incomes, John, those people have to be concerned. And the other people that are starting to get up in years, they also have to be concerned because longevity, stuff happens, John. You know, medically alone could happen, not just Medicare, but the cost, other things that could go along with an injury or an illness. Really? And it happened to both of us Correct? last year. So I'm not giving people some falsehood, right? but if you don't have a real plan of action... And by the way, John, I said it earlier that most pricing start to rise faster than the income that people are receiving. So if you say to me, "Well, Joe Yakovich, I get a Social Security check, and it's this, and it bumped up a little bit, but the only problem is my bananas or my soap or my, you know, my produce or my meats went up higher than that." And when you start to compound that. That's when it starts to get scary. That's when you your life starts to look a little different. And what we try to do, and, and for those including you, by chance, if you say, well, Joe Yakovich, I also want to leave money to my family. And we set this up with you. You have to put that in motion. You have to make it part of the plan. And all I do is do that. So it's kind of a fun thing. People go, man, you're having a lot of fun. Yeah, because it's fun, John. And it's it's not a it's not like I'm wrestling someone. If and people say oh, I'm not interested in the thing, I'm not interested. See you later, bye. So I don't want to bother someone and chase them. And I tell them at the end, end of the seminar, and you'll love this. I go at the end of the seminar, they fill out something. You know, you'll see this. Yeah. I go, folks, if you want to fill it out, by all means, but don't fill it out and don't be obligated because. I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to chase you. I'm not going to do it because I have another five, 200 people that I have to make contacts with because they're interested in what we do for them. So the, the really pinpoint answer are the people that are on fixed incomes that are concerned, the people that are starting to get understand of what's happening in the economy, where the market's starting to crash, not they crash, but start to fall back. And what the profits were, some have taken profits, some have not. Some us said it and forget it. So there's a lot of different things, but that's the number one or number two issue. Fixed income and starting to get longevity aspect in your life because now you're seeing like, whoa. And I've seen it all the time, John. The car was an example, but I'm sure when you go out to dinner, you look at the bill and go, hold on for a second. This used to be 16 or 18 or $20. Now it's $32. What happened? Yeah.
16: I had a pizza. I, I had a see- pizza.
18: I go, hold on. Thirty five dollars for a pizza. I mean, what would you get? What do you fly to fl- uh,
2: Italy and bring it back? I mean, what happened? I don't. It's it's amazing
18: what yeah. I'm seeing right now.
2: Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Sure. If you're in debt, let's say, mm-hmm. let's just use a number. Yeah. Twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in credit card debt. Let's use that. Okay. In your system, debt free for life. Right. How long will it take your system, uh, you, to get that person out of that debt?
18: First, I find out. The 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 what you mentioned twenty thousand so we know that's the amount you're in credit card debt that's that's the that's the number then the next question I find um, how much are you paying right now minimum what's your minimum payment and they say you know two hundred and then the next question I ask is are you paying any more and they might say yeah I put another fifty another hundred dollars stay with me. So I start to make these calculations because they usually have more than one debt. They usually have, like I said, credit card. They usually have car payment. They usually have boat payment. They might have a mortgage. They might have um, a student loan. You know, I I incorporate everything together. As I'm talking to them and asking some questions, I said, listen, are you able to find it within your budget to pay more? You have to ask that question because they might say, nope, I don't have it, which is fine then I use what I have. But if they say, yeah, I can add another two or 300. What I do is what the, the premise is, is use a specially designed contract that allows us to put the money in this bucket. This is a special bucket, John. There's not a lot of people understand how the bucket works. I have almost a PhD on learning how this bucket works. So what I've found, if I can put the money in the bucket and it, Compounds, compounds, as Albert Einstein said, so I'm not, I'm not going to somebody who doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm using conversations. That the guy said deliberately, he who earns it or he who doesn't, I use a compound special design bucket. That, as that grows, as we're still doing what we're doing, we will get to a point with that bucket, because of what we're asking you to do, to get to maybe $18,000 in a very rapid period of time. We take that $18,000 and we pay down off completely to the first debt. The lowest debt that you have, because you might have, the credit card might be the lowest. So the first thing we do is we pay off the lowest debt. And then we go after the second debt. So let's suppose the second debt is your um, student loan of 40000 We already took the money that we were paying and, and paid off the little debt, which is the credit card, but we didn't stop Paying the credit card. We took that money that we were paying into the credit card and we put it into that special bucket, the mystery bucket, the bucket that you have to almost make in a cake, different ingredients. Now, if you and I make a cake together, <laughs> I, I'm always afraid a of what it sort of tastes like. <laughs> but if my mother in law made that cake, It would taste a little different. Would you agree?
2: Yes, absolutely. So
18: what we got to do and must do is make sure we design this cake, this bucket cake, that works perfectly. So as we continue to pay what you were paying into the credit card, we put that difference into the cake bucket, that little bucket I'm talking about. That is compounding. We'll get to a point to have enough money to pay off your what? Student loan. And that is how snowballing works. Snowballing is taking what you have in front of you and paying the least amount first. Because what people seem to not understand, they do it, but they put a little bit here. They put a little bit over there. They put a little bit over there. And they spread out the extra payments in three or four different buckets. No, 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 no. That's where they got it wrong. And what we do for the client, John, which is bizarre, when I saw this the first time, I was even, wow, this is a... B-. We then show them, the real problem is not what we're talking about here, it's the effective interest cost that the banks make. See, no one's ever shown them that. It's like we we pull back the curtain from the Wizard of Oz, Yeah, and we showed you the wizard, and that's how people in the banking industry and that's why they're so powerful the banking industry what we try to do is replace that by you doing that and when we do that people go
2: i never i i mean it's almost yes like, like it's like a revelation you got it yeah that's right and with that we are going to put the wraps on another edition of talk with a purpose every saturday we're here nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 Joe Yakovich, 856-751-1771 is his number. And the website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. I'm John DeMassi. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. And thanks to Joe Yakovich for appearing here. And thanks to you, our listeners, because I say it every week, without you, we don't have a show. We will be back next week. Talk for the Purpose, 9 till noon. Saturday, right here, WPG Talk Radio 95. The preceding program
0: was paid you for and care. presented by John DeMassey.